killed and fought and died just for a single Why, hello, and welcome to Glittering Night Session 11, if my counting is correct. Uh, in... I, I unmuted everyone. Yeah, I did. Uh, in uh, Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition, I am your storyteller, Stu. Hi, I'm Snork. I'm playing... Who the hell am I playing? <laughs> playing somebody. Floyd? Is Floyd. Yes, is Floyd? Floyd Gilmore. Right. Pink Floyd and David Gilmore. That's how that's, how that's supposed to be remembered. And, uh, yeah, I'm playing a Bruja. Hi guys, I'm Joey. I am playing Colin Shaw, the Toreador. And I'm Sam. I'm playing Anna Sophia, your friendly neighborhood Malkavian satanic nun. Hi, I am Pooja, and I'm playing Lakshmi Shaw, our Tremere. It has been so long that not only have I forgotten my character, but I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> also same. <laughs> it's been over a month, I think. Because, it's been you know, six weeks. Life. Mm-hmm. life, life has been kicking our asses. Yeah. Wow. Look at those notes. Okay. Uh, does someone want to uh, uh, synopsize um, session ten? Because it's been a while. I don't remember what happened. Oh, Sam has the writ of common wisdom. Mm-hmm. Tell us the story, the Sam. Consult the tome. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> Tell us a story, right. Sam. Let's see. <clears throat> Way back in June of 2020, um, <laughs> while the rest of the crew was discovering serial killer lairs and exploring the pocket dimension, Lakshmi interrogated her mage ghoul, Marion. Santa Tremont had previously tried to ghoul her once, and it interfered with her powers. Marion tells her that Anna Tremont is po- probably in the pocket dimension and has enormous power. She and Anna planned the, uh, to diablerize Miroslav, who killed her apprentice. Marion opens a portal with some difficulty and begins leading the way to Anna's lair. Colin addresses Anna and says, Hey, we were looking for you. (laughs) Conversationally. She says she's going to, quote-unquote, throw her hat into the ring for the throne. She doesn't have faith in the old guard fighting the modern foe of the Second Inquisition. Georgina and her army are her biggest enemy. Uh, She asks what the Coterie's thoughts are. Everyone makes some suggestions on how to take the uh, Pesedni team out. Georgina and her army have gone into hiding. Colin asks Anna about her allies. She hasn't really begun recruiting yet, uh, but she agrees to give us some time to consider her plans. The crew seems to favor playing both sides against each other. Uh, what can Anna offer us in exchange for our support while staying flexible in case it goes south? Miriam and friends created this pocket dimension, uh, she is the caretaker of this section. She could shut it down, but that would bring a lot of attention. Lakshmi asks her if she can make more keys. The Coterie searches Miroslav's uh, sitting room for intel. We gather his personal diaries, which are in Croatian, to translate later. Colin searches for secrets and trips an incendiary device. That's right. Everyone oh, yeah. gets singed. <laughs> Remember how we almost died looking for books? Right. <laughs> Remember that time? That tracks. Lakshmi uses Sense Unseen, but there is a lack of magic in here. She and Floyd search the desk, uh, picking the lock to find files about the Posedni team, dossiers on 30 of them. Back to the real world. 
the coterie uh, reapparates in Griffith, Griffith Park and heads home to recover. That evening, Lakshmi quizzes Marion about her magic and ingredients for a new amulet. Floyd meets up with Police Chief Abernathy and finds out that the Pasadena PD doesn't know anything about the incident at the Rose Bowl. He finds that strange. Maybe they were dominated. During the day, Anna Sophia's Satanists translate most of the, re- the most recent journal. He uh, sounds like Miroslav and Georgina were increasingly estranged. Also has contacts for his brother, who was procur- procuring the rec- recruits for the Posedni team. Oh, I can't talk today. Colin texts Anna Tremont, you up, winky face, <laughs> to set up a meeting. <laughs> the Coterie heads through uh, the mode of sin, armed, to meet her. She's waiting on her phone, and Colin tells her that we like what she has to say. <clears throat> she says gathering support is first. One primogen she spoke to, Simon Perkins, is pro-Paul Morphy. Um, but Silas the Great seems pretty neutral. She is willing to give us positions of power in return for support. George Palmer knows that her hat is in the ring. Silas uh, saw a possum-based vision. Uh, Great change, good or bad. (laughs) Anna Sophia agrees to speak with him and also to spend time in prayer herself. Uh, Anna tells Colin there is a coterie, mostly Toreador, in Long Beach um, with Stephen Madison, possibly one of Sebastian's children, that she would like to recruit. Anna will speak to uh, Carlotta Escobar, the gangrel primogen. The Bruja primogen she doesn't see in the new regime. Uh, Anna's plan is to direct the second inquisition against the Anarchs. Lakshmi tells her that we have evidence the Anarchs are working with the second inquisition, and she is surprised. I think that's where we left off. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, by my calculations, we should be somewhere around January 25th. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I'm. A, I don't remember what time of night it was in the last game, so I'm going to assume that uh, a day has passed and it's now the evening of January 25. Lovely. How does okay. healing work? Uh, let me look. Oh, I've I have still got two ugly X's on my health. Oh, you got the bad stuff. Right. It's um. Yeah. Uh, Colin's officially done searching for things. Uh, when he searched for one thing, he ended up vomiting, searching for something else, and nobody got blown up. So he's right. done looking for things. Okay. That's fair. Healing aggravated damage. Uh, it, it cannot be healed until the next nightfall, which yeah. we're at. Upon awakening, the vampire makes three rouse checks. Okay. Okay. So everyone needs to make one rouse check anyway. And then so every- I Four? Do I make yeah. one additional one? You make one to wake up, and then okay. you make three to heal. Got it. Okay. If It doesn't matter if you make the rouse checks to heal or not, you automatically heal one point of ag. Well, that's but it just it, it just might make you very, very hungry. Okay, well, I woke up fine. Uh, I did not, so I'm at hunger two. I am also at hunger two. I'm awake. And at hunger... Eight, seven, eight. Uh, so I rolled an eight, a seven, and an eight on the okay. rouse checks. Does Made that mean I heal my last aggro? Well, you, aggro it again? doesn't matter. The, those rouse checks, it doesn't matter if you make them or not. Okay. It, uh, you, you, you automatically heal one of uh, one ag, uh, but it uh-huh. just determines whether how hungry it made you to heal. Oh, uh, I see. I see, I see. Okay, so I still have one left. Say so it's two. So, okay. Perfect. Yeah, and you can Easy only enough. heal you can only heal one per night. 
got it. Okay, so I healed one, but I have stigmata now. <laughs> how, how do you mean? Well, once I reach hunger four, I start manifesting stigmata. Oh, awesome! <laughs> You're at hunger four. Wow, that's dangerous. That's fr- yeah. that's 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 frenzy level there. Is your stigmata like bleeding hands, or is it? Oh is- yeah, it's the traditional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I'm the one with the weird crown of like, thorns, not- forehead bits, and then hands, <laughs> feet, the whole side, the whole shebang. Um, if it's cool, I'd like to nosh on my cool to get my hunger back down to one. Okay. Your hunger was at two. My hunger was at two. Yeah, it went no. up this evening. Not a problem. Perfect. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to have to have an emergency midnight mass for Anna Sophia. She's very peckish. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm just reading something real quick because... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll just go visit my herd and um, pop off. And I, God, it seems like I had a quest I was going to put them on or a task I was going to put them on, but of course... It's been six weeks. I've forgotten what it is. Let me see if I can remember it this lull here. What were we doing? Oh, we... (laughs) What were we doing? Didn't we all kind of get assignments from Anna? Like, Uh she wants to get get a little more powers. I think she had to put us on the recruitment drive. Well, I did have... I do have some prep. Um, So, uh, but let me do this first. Anna Sophia... Yes. Uh, one of the things that you roll hunger frenzy for is the taste of blood at hunger four or five. Uh oh. So, uh, when you're you have your emergency midnight mass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, will, not midnight because I'm waking up earlier than that. I guess. Right. But your your whatever. your early evening mask mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will need. Uh, you make a willpower roll versus the difficulty I set, and the difficulty for tasting blood at hunger four is three. So that okay. that means you need to make th- three successes on your willpower, or you will go into frenzy. Okay. Um, when you wake up and feed, would it be even song win? Even song, even song was. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> not really. I, I had to explain it. It's not good. No, no. I used, I couldn't hear it at first. That was it. Was not your problem. It was a technical error. I thought it was funny, but I'm trash. So. Okay, well, I got two successes. <laughs> uh, one, one second. Uh, what's your humanity currently? Uh, six. Okay, roll two extra dice. Because depending okay. on what your humanity is, you can get bonus dice for resisting frenzy. Okay. Okay, that didn't go on the table. We're going to try that again. Aha, one more. Okay, there you go. So you were able to resist frenzy. All right. Whew. Okay. I'm sorry, uh, what, what were you saying, uh, Joey? Oh, no, I was talking to Sork. Okay. We were having a, a moment. Um, I did have, uh, in my game prep, there were a couple of notes that I think probably have something to do with stuff that you guys were planning on doing. Please um, remind us. <laughs> uh, I, I have a note that Colin was going to meet with the Long Beach Coterie. Yep, I have that note. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 you guys, at least on your agenda, I don't think this was assigned to anyone. Uh, wanted to meet with Katerina uh, von Leitheisner on the moat, and um, also, <clears throat> um, 
They probably have all four books of Miroslav's diaries translated by this point. Okay. Um, I'm going to slack. Do you want to just? Are you going to share them, or do, should I slack them to everyone, or should I just slack them to you? And they're uh, just like short synopsises. Synopsis. Yeah, I think she would probably share. Okay. And then I won't. Um. I'm share. actually going to set up a, a meet and greet with my herd. Okay. To get my hunger back down to one as well. Um. Yeah, and then I would like to know because it Miriam's amulet was going to take a day or two. Correct. So, so it pro- I'll just it's check probably, in and make sure that she hasn't blown herself up. No, it, uh, her the amulet is ready. Ooh, you did such good work, my pet. <laughs> Why? Thank you. Uh, now where is she? Is she still? Where is she now? I. Hmm. I'm gonna set her up in my haven. Okay. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to keep her in the sensory deprivation chamber anymore. Right. Yeah, because I think you've got to like your your blood bond is like four, or f- three or four. Three. Is three. it three? Okay. Yeah, I decided to stop there because any more would be heavily interfering with her powers. Right. Okay. Anyone else have anything to do before? Not to do. Um, way, way back, many centuries ago, um, when this game started-ish, in System 2 or maybe 3, I put in order for uh, some beautiful Hope Couture armored clothing from Riley. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Any chance any of that's coming? Oh, yeah. Yes. Lovely. It, it arrived during the day. Fantastic. What does that get me? Oh, that would be up to... I would let the, uh, Samantha decide that. Oh, that, sorry, that, I was reading. That was, what, her, that was her, her former character is the one that would have made your... your um, My armor. Fashionable armor. Yes. Oh, your armor? Um, yes. Let's see. For your character, I think she would go with more of a... Um, Super luxury fabric, but impeccable tailoring uh, to the point of subtlety. Uh, helmet Lang style suit mm-hmm. with armored elements in the lining. Love it. So at first you look at it and you're like, damn, that's a nice suit. And then you get a real good look at it and you're like, that suit costs more than I'll ever make in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, so I think I'm actually going to wear the suit tonight because I'm going into another coterie and who knows what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, but like, what kind of stat bonuses they give me? Like, uh, What does armor do for me? Oh, let me look real quick. Uh, Oops. And I'm pretty sure, didn't we all order some? Maybe? Could be. I, I don't remember. remember. You may, certainly may have. I think I, I think Jin's character ordering. ordered them for us. I think. Oh, you know what? I think you might be right. I think I you have might this be right. Remembrance <clears throat> like I buy everybody clothing or something. Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, I don't know if we can afford that. And he's like, I can for <laughs> everyone. Oh yeah, he's got plenty. 
Everybody has that memory too. It's not just me projecting. It that sounds. Sounds, it sounds right. It does. It does it? sound legit. Yeah. I was going back through my book and flipping through the pages to find the date, and I found that note to myself that I ordered the armor. I'm like, oh, yeah. I wonder if that's come in. I'm trying to find um, the section on equipment, which is buried someplace that I can never find. Because that's one section I didn't copy over that I normally need. Yeah, yeah. My note on that says that... Colin contacted uh, Riley, and we all ordered protective gear. Wait. Armored habit, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so you actually, the, 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 these these things actually have like reinforced armor plating in them, not just like a ballistic fabric. I believe so. Okay, then that then Are you it asking was asking Sam. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming that there's actually plates, like Kevlar plates in this? Yeah, I mean, ideally you would do a combination of both strategic okay. plates for sensitive areas and then ballistic fabric uh, interlining for areas where you want more movement. Okay, so... so because vampires can take more damage anyway, <clears throat> that kind of makes sense. Even ballistic cloth would go a long way from helping right. or looking to helping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, armor value four. Okay. Nice. Sweet. What, uh, did we all get suits? What did what did we get? Well, something appropriate to yourself. Um, <laughs> okay. What is Floyd's style? What does he normally wear? Well, I t- okay. Remember, I took the 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 Haven no Haven disadvantage, so he's mm-hmm. homeless. So he's been like wearing like a hoodie and and jeans and boots. But I mean, that's because of the disadvantage. Yeah. Not necessarily by choice. So if I start going against that, it's no longer a disadvantage, right? Whatever. Well, happened- you can have a suit, but if you know where it's at, like hang the suit, it's going to be yeah. wrinkled and gross. So I, I think Riley wouldn't make the distinction that that was not a personal style choice. So uh, you're going to get some sort of deconstructed derelict look. Yes, <laughs> derelict. <laughs> Oh, bless. It's a hoodie, because they're fashionable right now, but it's an armored hoodie with uh, that's with the very impeccable tailoring. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, but it's asymmetrical with uh, raw edges, and it looks like it came from the apocalypse. Right, okay. <laughs> it's right. also got very strategic staining. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's distressed and stained? Mm-hmm. That adds extra. Derelict. <laughs> I... I once saw in a fashion magazine a million years ago, this woman was wearing painter's pants, and they were strategically spattered with paint, right? And and I looked at it, and I, and I looked at the price. They were charging $350 for a pair of painter, pre-spattered painter pants, and I'm like, I'm sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> sitting at home with actual, like, paint on them, and not just red and blue strategically spattered. It was. Oh, yeah, you could even list what, uh, what shows that those right? pants were worn on, and probably boost the price even more. And, that's the wardrobe guy. I'm like, why are they charging this? He goes, because it tells a story. And I everything clicked. I went, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For the same reason rich people wear pre-distressed jeans with holes in them. Not, not just like, rich people. It's not right. like you work hard for a living because you have millions of dollars, but you want to look like you work hard for a living. I was definitely one of those kids in my early 20s who went to American Eagle and bought the pre-distressed hole, holes in pants. It was a, it was a whole moment. Mm-hmm. It tells a story. 
350 bucks. Story. <laughs> this was over 15, maybe maybe almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're probably worth uh, 500 bucks now or more. Probably for a pair of jeans. So I'm assuming Lakshmi also uh, <clears throat> would have received a parcel from from Riley from Milan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So armor class four is what we're at now. Is that what you said? Well, they don't call it armor class, but your armor rating for the for that wearing that suit is four. Yeah. Where do I put that? Hmm. Don't say armor class; it makes me my eye twitch. Trigger warning. How does this affect my Thacko suit? Huh? How does this affect my Thacko? No, never. Not again. Though now I want to play Baldur's Gate. Thanks. Luxuries is like more in the style of uh, of older East Indian armor, so like kind of a um, a embroidered quilted cloak. Awesome. Over uh, thinner pants and matching shoes, all made out of the same material. Beautiful. Excellent. Okay gonna be that like 3d embroidery with mm-hmm. like gold work that you see on like christian lacroix jackets that yeah that yeah. he stole from every yes, sorry very existence. much so <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um, i mean borrowed drew inspiration from yeah full circle don't, now <laughs> don't <Come on>. Okay. Um, also, amusingly enough, when I say embroidery, that's the only kind I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do other kinds exist? Mm, kind of. Any other uh, early evening rituals anyone's going to do before uh, getting on with your night? Uh, I have a couple of out-of-character things that I just need to sort out here. Uh-huh. Um, because it's been so long. I'm with everybody here. Uh, so... What what was what were we planning on doing at the moat? We were just going to go over there and see where she, where where she lay with this because Miroslav gave her the job. We just wanted to see if I think you, I think it was my my understanding because of what I have written down is that you were going to go over there and kind of gauge where she sat on the whole right uh, uh, Paul Morphy old guard new guard yeah well no well what's her name. Ah. Georgina, mm-hmm. the Paul Morphy Georgina mm-hmm. question, because he probably doesn't even know that Anna Tremont is throwing her hat in the ring yet, because she's not, she hasn't, I mean, you guys know, and she's been quietly talking to a few people, but that's not common knowledge yet, and certainly way out on the island, she probably definitely doesn't know. Yeah, this whole thing could go over, and she may not even know it. Right. Um, and she'd probably also, be fine with that. And, and <laughs> the Anarchs are still Basically in Glendale, Burbank area, right? And, uh, Burbank, and they've just they. they uh, no, you guys kind of pushed. Glendale. They can't be there. You put you guys no. you guys pushed them back, didn't you? You went yeah, and we, grabbed yeah. the, grabbed four of them. So yeah, you you basically pushed them back to Burbank. Well, we were talking about trying to set up some patrols. Or <clears throat> I think that's what I was going to do with my herd. See, I think, I think, and that, the other thing that we were going to do is try to, or at least that Anna Tremont said that she wanted to do was feed the Second Inquisition Anarch Havens mm-hmm. to try to divert oh. some of the heat from us onto them. Yeah. 
Okay, and I could I might be able to help with that because of my police chief guy. Could be. Um, and then we then we still have the the dangling thread about uh, the Pasadena police perhaps being controlled by somebody, one of Miroslavs or something because, or at least we're all dominated because none of them remember the Rose Bowl. So. I think, and considering shit was blowing up on the freeway, it's right. kind of like there was no chatter about it whatsoever. We still have that connection up in Altadena of a veteran who was approached by the Second Inquisition to work for them, which is also something I don't we can I don't know if we need to follow up on it anymore or not. Nobody cares. I thought all okay. those people were dead. I'm, tra- I'm trying to remember these things. <laughs> That's why I'm asking this now, kind of out of character, because it's been a while. I'm looking through my notes. It was, um, it was a. I had one of my homeless people go through veterans shelters and talk to him because, uh, right. I wanted because it, the Second Inquisition was was is contracting ex-military, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of you know people with PTSD that show up at the meetings for donuts and coffee and talk, and that's a great place to recruit. Um, so I I sent some of my homeless dudes to to check it out, to scope it out, but um, and we hit we got a hit. On one of the guys in Altadena. So, do we want to pull on that thread and see if we can't find some of the Sanquitic Inquisition and hideouts through him? Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, especially since we're on hold a little bit while people attempt to find the uh, data center for Jim's character, whose name I've forgotten. Um, Felix. <clears throat> yeah, he got, what, three hits, I think, on his like, an, selfie I contest? Mean, you checked yes. one of them, and then you found that uh, you found that all the hidden bodies. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> well, Colin remembers. Right, and that's right. Some, <laughs> were, there two, were there two more spaces that we haven't checked out yet? Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't think we've checked out the other two yet. So that's another thread that we can pull, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and finally, we were trying to figure out where some of our sires lay with this, right? Or was that handled already? I have notes on that, I believe. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, like, I, I think we figured out at least some of them. Yeah. We know that Silas undecided. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Perkins, who is the Nosferatu primogen, is siding with Paul Morphy. Uh, Carlotta, which is the Gangle primogen, is on the fence. And... Bellinos Basilopoulos? Mm-hmm. Did I say that? Oh my god, I said that right! Yeah. I can do things! Uh, is on, clearly on Georgina's side. And who's, he? is he yours? Your primogen? No. Yours. Uh, yours. That's mine right. is Paul Morphy. That's right. And mine and is Georgina, so we can guess whose side she's on. And wasn't Miroslav a Toreador as well? No, Miroslav was, was a, he was an Osprey. No, he was an Osprey. That's right. Yeah. I do also have a note on that same page. Something to get offer. Uh, Katarina? That's her name, right? On the Lotus Inn? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm surprised I can read this. My handwriting shit. Um, something that we could offer her is maybe making her a harpy in a new regime. Because uh, she doesn't really oh, yeah. have a position of prestige in the That's current right. order of things. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, she doesn't want this in power, probably, but something with clout would be nice. Another feather. So it is a carrot, exactly. That is something we can offer her when we meet with her if she seems open to talking. Do they have a coterie over there, Stu? Yeah, it's actually uh, 
probably a large-ish coterie, because there's two cities there on that island. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and she's sort of lord of the island. That's kind Absolutely, of its, its yeah. own position, but it's also it's also under the the uh, glittering night. That's right. It's all coming back to me. I remember thinking it would be nice to have her on our side, so that we need more vampires to help with the coming war. That she could help us. Plus, you know, she's got her own self sufficient little little base, <coughs> which we could run to if we had to. Okay, so. What do we want to do then? Which threads do we want to start pulling on here? We want to follow up on um, Jim's other two possible Anarch bases, which, you know, we can't... Well, those are Second Inquisition bases. I'm sorry, you're right. Second Inquisition bases? I think so. We need to figure out, like, they're literally processing data in the middle of our city. Right. In order to kill us. And that's just insulting. Right. And, And I don't want to... I don't want to do it alone because if one person shows up and there's ten of them with you know incendiary devices, it could be bad. So, at least we should at least have two, if not a bunch of us, go up. check it out. Well, I I agree. Hold on, sticking something up. Um, and we have made strides into the whole Anna Tremont question. So I feel like if we put that off for a night, it's not going to negatively impact anything. Also, by finding these bases, it's something to feed her, because this is something she wants to use, right? Yeah, well, we need to find this, and then somehow, I mean, if we can mine the information that they already have and figure out stuff about the Anarchs that way, um, that would be kind of amazing. Yeah, not that that. Yeah. It begs the um, question, like, why would anybody want to be in charge of this if the Anarchs are just already knocking at, <laughs> at the Glittering Knight's door? It sounds like it's it's fraught with, like, somebody else handle it. I'm, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Times of unrest are perfect for, uh, are perfect Power times grabs. to shift the status quo. Mm-hmm. But it's the only thing overturned that means the Zerts are open for grabs or anybody. That sounded a lot better in my head. Um, <laughs> we were also talking about trying to get patrols set up in Pasadena as well, because it's basically right now a no man's land. I, I thought, um, what's his face had already, the sheriff's already put up patrols there. Has he? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think Felix was had had his gold parrots kind of patrolling the Glendale border, and mm-hmm. I think uh, as well as, as Pasadena. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think probably the most pressing thing would be continuing the search the, for the second position basis. Um, I do want to make some progress on contacting the Long Beach Coterie of Toreador. Mm-hmm. So what I think I, I'd like to do there is contact my second ghoul. Um, or no, I'm in the process of ghouling her. So let's, let's have another rendezvous uh, with the mayor's wife. And I'll give her her second feeding of, of ghoul, and uh, ask her to set up a an artist salon where I can invite the members of the Torridor Quarterly from Long Beach as ah, kind of a, okay. a neutral ground meeting place, and we can talk shop. Now she was the Glendale mayor's wife. I believe so. Okay. 
I just have Mayor's life written down. I don't even have her name. Margaret. Who cares? Oh, thank you. I was like, it was it was the mayor of whoever, whatever police department ball that we went to. <laughs> and that was in Glendale. Yeah. That was in Glendale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. She. Um. So you you bring her over and nom nom. Then, so now she's a, I think a two. Yeah. Two? So that's her second. Yeah. Her second feed. And I asked and asked her to also invite. Um. No, I don't. Never mind. Change your mind. There are going to be too many vampires there. I want that person all to myself. Um, yeah, so that's fine. Okay. So it, we, you're going to have her set up as some sort of uh, meeting? Like small, yeah, some, like, you know, get one of the, like, the, uh, you know, some private event area where we can have, like, a small gathering of artists to play for each other and, you know, oh, okay. like an old fashioned salon. Got it. Okay, no problem. So she's going to set that up for you. And Lovely. For the next night, I assume. Obviously, not tonight. Perfect. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. My business is done. Let's go hunting. Um, someone else goes first, though. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so next on the list, Stu, that we had for these second acquisition hideouts? you uh, Probably from Felix, who <laughs> is, is still heavily involved. He's probably down in Irvine dealing with his recent acquisition of the okay. uh, Smash Chat, the company that, that invented Smash Chat. <clears throat> um, you, basically, all you have is two addresses. And with them is a corresponding photo of a door. And both of them look fairly similar. The doors are st- definitely steel reinforced. You can tell that by looking at them. Um, the The walls uh, look like the typical sort of concrete you would find in the sort of the sub- basement or sub basement of a large high rise. And it's literally just a picture of a door and an address. That's that can we, what. Can you we have. Google Map the address to find out where the, where the sure. buildings are? They're both downtown, L.A. What's the name on the building? It's like bank buildings, just business offices. What yeah, is it? it's the First State Trust building and the um, uh, uh, Mutual of Nebraska <laughs> building. Uh, there you go. Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Wild Kingdom. We're, you and I are old enough to remember that. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, exactly. It was, it was it's what we had for a nature show in the seventies. Oh, and but his mutual in Nebraska just is funny to me. Right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you you know the names of the two buildings, and and knowing the names of the two buildings doesn't say ah, this must be the Second Inquisition. And the doors right. look virtually. In fact, the doors look almost identical, like they came from the same manufacturer. Hmm. Because they, they're not—they're not quite vault doors, but they are very heavily reinforced, and it's very. How similar, to, how similar do they look to the uh, first one that they investigated? Uh, totally different. The first one was more like a ah, service okay. door um, that someone had, if I recall correctly, someone had sort of like as an afterthought put a padlock on it, in addition gotcha. to what the regular locking mechanism that it would have. These these look like. 
maybe almost like the sort of sort of doors you would see in like between bulkheads on a ship. Mm. They're not they're not mm. thick th- thick reinforced steel like a vault door, but they're definitely made to be extremely sturdy. And what sort of uh, like locking mechanism does it look like is on there? Is there like a keypad? Is it a key lock situation? There's actually both. There's a, a keypad to the side, and okay. there's also there's also it looks like two two receptacles for keys. <clears throat> okay. We should have gone to this the first time. This is definitely and these and these look new, like or fairly newly installed. Yeah, kind of. Maybe, yeah. It's kind of hard to tell. It's a, it's a selfie taken in shitty lighting of a door. Mm-hmm. So, I. <laughs> right. What a, we need some sort of a basic outline of a plan here because if we yeah. start, can I step into the pocket dimension here using the amulet? Uh, you, you, where where are where where are you guys right now? Are you at the the mall or where are you? Probably at the mall. Okay. Probably at the mall. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. And then I'd like to travel to this location in the pocket dimension. Okay. Now you could only travel by yourself with the with the key. Okay. Like if everyone's going to go, you got to go to mode of sin right. and then drive right. Okay. So you can, you can absolutely do that. Yeah, that's cool. That's a great idea. Do you want to recon both of them, and then come back and let us know what they look like and what's going on, and then and then we can decide if we're going to do what we're going to do. Yeah, let me at least see what the lay of the land is. Okay. So you go to um, let's see. Okay, so you go to the first one, and you go down and you look at the door, and the door looks exactly like like you would expect, like it did in the photo. Uh, it does look fairly new. It's definitely not... It was in, probably installed less than a year ago. Um, and the, the one thing that you notice is the they're, they're, they don't show up in the, in the photo, but there seems to be about every square foot some sort of small pinhole... In the in the concrete walls, because basically what you're doing is you're 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 going around to sort of like the back service entrance of the building, and there's mm-hmm. there's one of those little stair- stairways that leads down to like sort of like the first basement, and it's authorized personnel only, and you know they got all kinds of doors, and you go through that and you kind of find that this door kind of off in a corner leading in the sub basement. <clears throat> okay, but there there are there are looks like there's little pinholes. About every square foot on the wall the door is in is installed in, and then it's like a, a narrow corridor, probably about maybe maybe eight feet wide, twelve feet long, and the and on the left and right walls you also see those little pinholes, and on the wall behind you, which because there's a turn leading into this dead end, the wall behind you has those pin pinholes too. So what you're saying, this entire corridor is a death trap? It probably. Cool. Sure looks like one. Hmm. Good to know. And then, based on our other interactions in the pocket dimension, 
anything that exists in the real world would exist here, like trap-wise. It's not like yeah, uh, suddenly triggers don't exist. If if it's if it's tr- uh, triggered by some sort of uh, um, mechanism other than a, a a person intervening, it probably your guess is it probably is here. Okay. Now, if it's if it's electronic, it may not work because there doesn't seem to be any electricity going on. But but better safe than dead. Right. If it's a mecha- if it's mechanical, then it, it it very may very well exist here. Okay. Could your venom spit? Uh, uh, well, I was just gonna throw something in there. That works. Yeah. Get it. Like pick up a rock from, oh, okay. out, from sure. the alley or something and just chuck it All right. into the hallway, like hitting the keypad or something like that. Okay, you can do that. Uh, you throw it; it hits keypad. Nothing happens. Okay. Keypad doesn't even light up because it's electricity. And then, uh, hmm, it's so much easier when you have someone disposable with you. <laughs> Uh, I guess I could just okay so alleys in LA always have dumpsters sure of course do these dumpsters have like bags in them sure of course cool I'm just going to toss like a bag like a heavyish bag alright to see if there's a footplate basically is what I'm looking for got it Okay, you sort of toss it into the middle of the room, and nothing happens. Okay. Now it is time to wash my hands. <laughs> um, I'm still not going to go in there. Okay. This is not my forte, but I am going to check out the second location mm-hmm. and see <clears throat> if that's like another... Because like, this seems like pretty obviously some kind of base of nefarious activity, but do they have two? <laughs> the other one looks virtually identical to the first one. Same oh, thing. Uh, it, I mean, it's a slightly different setup because of the, the setup of the architecture of the sub-basement. But uh, other than that, <clears throat> it does have those those um, ominous little pinholes about every square foot. And it has the, the door. And looking at the door in person, the doors look identical. Okay. I'm going to go back to the group. Okay. And they're both very specifically uh, suspicious. And also, as far as I could tell, uh, Riddled with booby traps. Hmm. Interesting. So either like flame comes out of the holes or it's a laser grid. They're pinholes, so I would say it could easily be darts. But nothing bigger than darts. darts but it could be a laser grid. I'm thinking if <laughs> they're trying to vampire UV protect. grid. UV grid. Mm-hmm. How very Resident Evil of them. Mm-hmm. I saw that the other day. One of my herd showed it to me. <laughs> a few of my congregation really enjoyed that franchise. Um, did you see any surveillance equipment in the rooms by any chance? 
Nah, in the hallway, yes. The but hallway. I didn't go in to explore mm-hmm. further. Mm-hmm. Because I did not want to find out if it was a UV grid mechanically or, you know, darts of holy water. Of course. Of course. It could be a holy water shower. Oh. Oh, thank you. You're going to warn somebody if we exist in a terrible like that. I mean, I saw once at the turn of the century. If some priest is- decided to bless an outhouse. Nothing good came from that. Holy water doesn't oh, affect no. all of us the same way, though. It's probably something more mundane, like flame. Um, it's still the keypad in itself. It's like if we type in the wrong number, we get sliced and diced by lasers or burnt. I don't. It's kind of like we need a we need to know how to get in before we can and attempt it. My question about the surveillance: I'm wondering if there's already surveillance cameras there. If we can. Maybe Felix could procure us a very subtle camera that we could place mm-hmm. to get us some information. See if we can see, catch someone going in or out of the door interacting with it. I wonder if we can hack into their their closed caption. I mean, hell, even if he just stations a rat nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, because those, those locations are, I mean, vermin abound. <clears throat> it's downtown basement, sub-basement. True. But yes, or you know, a a well-placed camera spy situation. Give us some more information without having to brave a holy water shower. I have an idea. Uh, I'm going to beckon over Sam, my ghoul. Okay. Um, Sammy, darling, listen to what Lakshmi has to say and describe to him what you saw. Does this, can you tell us anything about these little booby traps that may have placed? Do they have things like UV lights and fire showers and all these terrible things she's talking about? Or are we just getting ourselves into a worry? Well, <clears throat> we're, we're all kept in sort of organizational silos. So I can tell you about what the ops division does. I can't really tell you about what the surveillance division ver- sec- section does. I would, if it was me, I would probably, those those pinholes would probably um, have uh, pumps of kerosene or some other accelerant and also uh, probably alternate with uh, oxygen to turn, uh, the, to turn the thing into a furnace. Your, your goal is very imaginative. We know, that's why I keep him around. Mm. Surprise, you don't rip out his tongue instead. <laughs> well, they've got to have a password they type in. Is that generally known? Is there a... No, we don't... Password we... guest? <laughs> it's password. Um, <laughs> we don't... We don't... Remember, we don't communicate directly. We communicate it through the app. And we don't know any of them, and they don't know any of us. They, we, only, we only have contact through that app. So there was no way to set up a meet between the two, ever. Not on that side. No. No. If it was me, I would probably try to surveil the area because you know that there's shift changes. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to come and go. They're not staying in there full time. And so. even if they did, they have to... Basic necessities, shipments, food. Right. Exactly. 
So at some point, someone's coming in and out of that door. And when that door's open, that's probably the safest moment to try to get in. Most likely during the day, though, right? I, if I was doing it, that's how I'd do it. I'd put so it. Again, I'd do it right at noon. We need a rat or camera, camera, camera. Or, a camera. or a camera rat, or a camera rat. <laughs> <laughs> you could put a camera on a on its head. A little, yeah, a little itty bitty a GoPro. Tiny little GoPro. Was <laughs> <laughs> it fifth element with the roach cam? Yeah, let's oh, not talk about him. those things. <laughs> <laughs> Rat cam. Or we could send, like, one of my homeless guys. Well, see, a person would get questioned. So, yeah. A person would get questioned. Animal. A rat. Nobody's questioning a rat. No one suspects the rat. <laughs> Stares in England, Middle Ages. <laughs> so, we'll have to get a word to Felix so that he can tell some of his rats. I, just, I can't talk to animals. I've already texted him, Felix, we need a rat cam. <laughs> uh, he texts back and, and says, uh, I'm in a meeting, give me uh, give me a few minutes, and uh, I'll have one uh, couriered to you. Excellent. Rat cam incoming. So, that might be something we won't know. Yeah. Ooh, get him so to send us anyway. two so we can put one at each door. Good call. Do, please. Will do. Anything else okay. you guys want to do before the rat cams show up? No. It's, I mean, uh, what we just did seems like it would take a while anyway. I'm not sure what else to do tonight. And you've got your meeting that you're doing, that you're setting up in Long Beach? It's probably, uh, yeah, but it'll be tomorrow. It's Evening. probably close to midnight. Now, is that is that meeting going to be in Long Beach, or is it going to be up in Glendale? It's going to be uh, in a neutral, so okay. not in Glendale, not in Long Beach, a neutral, neutral ground. Okay. I want to make both of us feel at, you know, mm-hmm. at ease. Right. Okay. So uh, right now I would say it's probably around maybe midnight or so, because it's a, a walk from Glendale to downtown L.A. Uh, do, you, mm-hmm. you, do you have celerity? Lakshmi? No. Okay. So yeah, that's a, that's a haul back and forth. So I'd say it's probably around midnight now. And uh, yeah, Felix tells you to expect the uh, the rat cams by two a.m. Great. Uh, in the intervening couple of hours, I guess we could go over. I didn't actually look and see if the summaries that you sent had any pertinent information. Is there, oh, yeah. Me, is is there a way do you think to get into those vaults from the? the mirror dimension and then pop into the real world from there? Uh, The only way in is the way that exists. Like, there's not... Unless we came in and created, like, a localized explosion. Well, that's what I was thinking. It's It's like we either blow the door open in the mirror dimension and then walk in and then drop into the real world from there. Except the amulet will only take one of us at a time. Right. Right. But one person could get in and open the door from the other side. Hmm. Or right. can get in and let us know what's on the other side of the door. Mm-hmm. Right. I we... just didn't want to go in that hallway and get... and die a true death. Well, I'm just knowing there. Because the, the trap exists, and if the trap is mechanical, then the trigger to the trap exists. Right, I understand. 
I'm thinking if we could just dynamite the door from the mirror dimension, we can get in, look around, see what's going on, and maybe we can, um, you know, we'll know more than we knew before. Maybe we can work from there. But it's uh, it's an option. It sounds like it might be safer than going into the real world and knocking on their front door. True. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was my, my hope when I went there just now, was that I could get in in a way that would be undetectable. Um, the other option is to just try to work that keypad, but I'm not sure. The keypad won't work in the pocket dimension. Right. That's why we have to blow it. We need to blow the door. So we're yeah. talking some industrial ex explosives. Do we know anybody that has explosives? Don't we have explosives? We have some explosive rounds. We do. Um, what's his name? The, the dude, just a car. And he, he got us weapons. Yeah. He might have access to some explosives. I seem to remember he did. Didn't he blow something up while we were there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably... He was, he was, was the you, I remember. Was that Paul Morphy? Or, no, was it's... That, uh, no. Oh. George, George Yeah. George, not George Marion. George Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, George Francis Marion Marion Palmer. Don't what a name. Are you are you telling me we have two Miriams? No, Marion. M-A-R-I-O-N. I don't know. I'm I, I this is a, was an actually an actual historic like civil war dude. And then you named my witch? No, she would no she no she was named first cuz she was from the, the the first campaign. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. In fact, I think the party met her once, maybe. Oh yeah, I think so. She was friends with Doily McWitcherson. Yeah, she was her her sort of mentor. Yeah. <laughs> Not her actual name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Doily. It was a Samism that just stuck. <laughs> like porn veil. Right. <laughs> Either way, I. Uh, Never feel bad being confused about names in your game. Thank right. you for giving me that excuse. Because <laughs> I'd be confused either way. Right. <laughs> I just now have a convenient scapegoat. Perfect. Does George Francis does Abigail Palmer. There. <laughs> <laughs> does your like um, Does your ghoul maybe have information about where to find explosives? I think all that stuff was provided to them. I don't think he procured them himself. Correct. Mm. And didn't you use the last of his explosives to blow up the house where all the people were? Or possibly I did. I don't remember. Yeah, well, it was you. I don't think you guys blew the houses up. Didn't you just set them on fire? Yeah. You, and you didn't use Yeah, that's right. You had like ovens and stuff. You were using gas. Turn the gas on, right. That was the original round. But when your ghoul, Colin's ghoul went to a safe house. Oh, that's right. And murdered everyone. Right. <laughs> I think it was it was rigged to blow. And didn't you just trip the explosives? I, maybe. Watch me. I think, I think that's I think happened. I set it off on the way out. Like, I was yeah. like... Well, this is unnecessary now. <laughs> and then the elderly couple next door didn't make it. Well, it lived a good life. 
I mean, they're old. It's fine. Their eternal rest is here. <laughs> well, we may not even need explosives. I mean, maybe we can just go in through the ceiling or something. I mean, oftentimes the front door is reinforced more than the, the walls around it. I I may have Tom Cruise's charming good looks, but I am not Mission Impossible. Right. Well. I mean, well, it couldn't hurt for us to have some explosives on hand. Right. But I'm just thinking it might, it might be easier to get a jackhammer than it would be to get, you know, C4. But the thing is, the jackhammer's not going to work in the pocket realm anyway. Oh. Yeah. There's no electricity. Right. With fuel. But it was gas powered. I mean, there's, I mean, it's tangible things are in the buck dimension. We'd have, to bring a, tangible we'd have to bring a generator. We'd have to bring, yeah. I mean, if we brought, if we brought one that was already fueled up. But, I mean, if somebody wants to do manual labor. Well, yeah, it would take days probably to get through it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out a way to get into these rooms without trying to get a hands-on C4. I mean, I'm, I'm a. We we could try to hotwire the keypad, but it doesn't work. So even if we open it up and and put the wire, the right wires together, the door's still not going to open. So either way, we still need to figure out a way to blow open the doors or get in there, right? Do you guys have any ideas? Well, <clears throat> they got to have ventilation of some sort, too. I mean, perhaps we can get a rat through there? Well, we still need the rat. Um, yes. So you bring up a good point. If we go to the pop dimension, we can look at the keypad. We can take apart the keypad. We can learn how the keypad works so that we could, in theory, know how to hack the keypad and do so in the real world. It'll be like our own little practice keypad. And by our, I mean someone who actually has technology, technology uh, abilities. So that's not me. That might be me. No one does mechanical tech. I do, uh... I got... Yeah, I got technology computers at a three. Well, there you go. Sounds like what's going to the pocket dimension. And I got larceny at a one. Based on the picture, would we be able to try to do a Google search or some kind of part search to see what kind of keypad it is, who makes it, so that maybe Floyd can have a one-up. Like, yeah. possibly look at schematics before he goes in. I don't know how any of this works. Joey or <laughs> well, Colin don't know how any of this works. Oh, that's right. We don't get we don't get phone reception in the pocket dimension, do we? Nope. No. no. I would say... Either way, let's... Well, go ahead. Uh, if you wanted to, to try to see, figure out what brand it is to see if you could get a schematic of it or something, someone mm-hmm. can make, I would say, an intelligence plus technology role. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually good at those. Being the ex-doctor that I am. Five... Six. Got six successes. Oh. <laughs> it's actually four successes. Okay. All right. But none of them were tens, <laughs> including not on my hunger day. Okay. Because I know that that's what you really. <clears throat> I was about. just about to ask too. <laughs> um, I will say that, like, now that I have my physical dice back, they seem to be really happy with me. <laughs> this whole weekend has been like real nice. <laughs> Okay, the um, you get it. It's a um, uh, Century Master uh, nine thousand uh, version two, um, top of the line keypad security. Comes with all kinds of circuits for accessories for 
um, uh, all kinds of situations, incorrect key, um, incorrect uh, uh, keypad entries can trigger a um, a circuit. Uh, it also has uh, like it, you can you can program in like uh, a hostage situation code that rather than running entering, entering in your normal code, if someone's holding a gun to your head, you can hit a different code which will alert the police automatically. There's, I mean, it's, it's extremely flexible. There's all kinds of stuff you can do with the thing. Is there a a reset or a uh, master override? Control kind of alt delete. <laughs> Well, it's got to be a way to program it, right? So if you can program it, then you can unprogram it, or at least Alt F four, Alt F four. Yeah, yes, they have a. There's a. There's a, sort of like a, um, probably called a setup code that you can put in, and then there's a, a very sort of cryptic keypad codes that you can enter in to program various things. So. Using that, would we would we be able to overwrite the original code and write a new one to open the door? Assuming they haven't changed it, because like, like like you're looking at the manual online, like a PDF of the manual, and it says we strongly recommend that you change the 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 program code um, uh, in, before deploying this device. In big bold letters with exclamation points. You know, it's like don't it's like change your password from password. Okay. Um, there's also there's also like a partial schematic of it, but it's only how to wire it to external things. The 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 electronics or the schematic of the thing itself is a black box. They, that's not published for obvious reasons. This is a high end security thing, so. But it does it does explain you know, how to how to wire it to various kinds of um, accessory devices. Which means we could go to the mirror dimension, open it up, look at the schematic, and figure out what's wired to what. Oh yeah. At the very least, I mean, we could go in, take the whole thing apart if we wanted. That was right. my thought: is take it apart, figure out how it works. So we go in the real world in the easy one, two, three, snip, no explosion. Yeah, let's hopefully. Let's at least do some homework on it, because if we can figure out how to do this quickly and easily, maybe it's just a matter of reprogramming, putting in a new code, one, two, three, open up the door, and then get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I truly feel like if we just took a little bit of explosive with us and blew the door open from the po- in the pocket dimension, that we could at least see what the lay of the land is on the other side, too. I agree. I, I I would like to do that. It's just I'm, it's going to take us a while to get a hold of explosives. I would think. I mean, I, I, you guys got an idea. I mean, maybe Felix has a has a connection with a, an FX dude, and we can get some C four. Don't but, you have a connection to like the sheriff of a city? Don't they have problems? I to- do, don't I? <laughs> I was like, you have a police chief. I had forgotten the about that. Glendale. It's, like, it's almost been like six weeks before we did anything. It has been six I weeks, I mean, yeah. and that was like ten weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'll put in a call and see if I can't get some C4 sent our way. That might take a little while. Well, the, the, or whatever they use to, like, blow doors. Breaching charges. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that they would definitely have, I would think. Yeah. Shape charges? I mean... Like swat shape charges, that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. 
Whatever is the most idiot friendly and uh, least likely to blow us up. <laughs> no Why did you immediately said that? <clears throat> the more I do these Zoom games, the more I realize that like every time somebody looks directly into the camera, it looks like they're staring right at you. Uh-huh. It does, yeah. And it's I like learned that trick. kind of unnerving. Yeah, I learned that trick doing uh, Zoom plays. Because you're doing the play, you have to camera to look at your audience and your scene partner. You can't look at anybody else. It's bizarre and very unnerving. So you're welcome. <laughs> and, and in between scenes, you're not doing anything. You can't just sort of look around. You have to keep staring at the camera. Yeah. Very... And I've noticed, too, that if you have something on the screen, your eyes are shifted to the left or right. Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not making eye. You're not connecting. Oh, police chief, there he is. Daniel there Abernathy, is. Blood Bond 2. Okay, I found oh, him. We stalled long enough, he <clears throat> figured it out. <laughs> I, could, I was able to find the guy. All right. I, I actually have started a, uh, a, a one-note page of ghouls, because there's getting to be a lot of them. Um, okay, so yeah, you can you get a hold of him, and he says, he says, yeah, I can I can get you some. Okay. Uh, you need you need detonators too, I assume. I'm gonna need the whole shebang okay. to get through a vault door. Okay, no problem. Um, let's just set it up. Two, two, two sets, two vault doors. Let's just get it set up for uh, tomorrow evening. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Uh, the 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 rat cams show up. A courier with a box that says "caution: live animals." <laughs> Great. And there's okay, so a holes drilled in the top of it. So. Oh, little buddy. Okay, I got to AFK for a couple of minutes. I'll be All right. right back. Um, mute, 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 mute. He can't hear you. Oh, there he muted. Goes. He did. He did it. <laughs> um, can I take the rats with me? To the pocket dimension. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, oh, that's an interesting question. I don't know. Because technically, I could put them in my pockets. That's true. Yeah, yeah you probably can. Okay. Just to come back with the fly. But then they'll be in the pocket dimension, not the where they can't. Yeah, see. but I could pop out wherever with the amulet. Oh, right, right. So if I just pop out close by and send them in the direction that I need them to be, I'm assuming Felix is smart enough to have told them their mission. Communicated mm-hmm. the necessary requirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can totally do that. Great. I'm taking a bite this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, you can just grab a bike there, too, because there's, I mean, anything that's in the real world is there. No, oh, I didn't mean with me through. Okay. I just, <laughs> I'm just not grab walking a bike back to it. downtown. Okay. okay. So you, you go to the first site, pop back into the, the real world, let one of the rats loose, and then go back in, go to the other place, and etc. Okay? Cool. And then you're going to return... Cool. Are you going to return... Back in the pocket dimension to go back home, or are you going to do it in the real world? I'm going to go through the pocket dimension. Okay. 
I don't want to be seen anywhere in this vicinity. Got it. At all, ever. That's fair. Honestly, if I could just never be seen traveling from place to place ever again, I'd be okay with that. (laughs) Do me a favor, um, because I'm going to assume that you're going to do, you would, you would have done this. Give me awareness plus intelligence. Three successes. Okay. All right. So you uh, nothing important on the hunger. Got it. All right. So so you you pick a place to return to the real world that uh, is devoid of cameras pointing at it. So you don't. So a camera oh, yeah, doesn't, doesn't pick you up like appearing out of nowhere. Okay. So you have them set up. Uh, there's a probably a an IP address with a username and password that's used to 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 tap into each camera's feed. And they have small lithium-ion batteries that probably only last about 48 hours. Cool. And they're they're also set up to record, so you have a video file you can go back and look if you prefer to do it that way. Perfect. I'm going to set up a, a monitor with an alert that just, if they pick up any movement on the camera, okay, that it will send, it'll chime. Okay. Alright, anything else? Anyone want any other stuff anyone wants to do this night? I want to make a t-shirt that says Rat Camp TM. <laughs> now, now your mic is real quiet. Better? That's better, thank you. I did want to go and speak with Silas the Great. Uh, I had told, agreed to go and speak with him because Anna was a little mystified by his uh, awesome based um, prognostications. So <laughs> I was going to go and talk to him and see if I could uh, see. Okay, what so you're going to go up, oh, up up to his his cabin near Angeles Crest Highway. Yeah, I'll go up the go up the mountain to talk okay. to Silas the Great. All right. And there's a cabin, and uh, you see him. He he's standing. He's got a rake in the hand, in, in one hand. Oh, they, nice. But he's kind of staring off to the north. Um, There's a garden. Before I get there, along the way, mm-hmm. if I spot any roadkill, I would like to bring it to him. Oh, okay. All right. As um, a gift. <laughs> <laughs> You're so thoughtful. You know, you don't come to somebody's house empty handed. Right. You find a possum. Excellent. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, but he's like staring off, and he's got like a like one of those like four tanged rakes in his in one hand. And there's a little vegetable mm-hmm. garden next to where he's where he's standing. Looks like oh, he had okay. been tending it. <clears throat> Good evening, Mush- Silas. Mushrooms that grow in the dark. Oh, Anna Sophia, it is good to see you. I do not get many visitors here. No, I suppose you don't. It is uh, charmingly remote. But you did say I could drop by if I wished, and, you know, I found this possum and thought of you. Why, thank you. 
This reminds. So go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so I spoke with Anna Tremont recently. I understand you've been in conversation with her. Mm, yes, yes. I, in fact, I had this night of vision upon the subject at hand. I came upon a vole. This is peculiar, as voles are not indigenous to this region of North America. They tend to favor more northern climes and are quite common on the east coast. I suspect this vole may have been someone's pet that got away or the discarded offspring of such. I found its entrails most interesting and disheartening. Oh dear. In it, what way? Well, the vole were quite fat when I discovered it, having eaten so much because it had raided my vegetable garden, and it could no longer fit into its hole to escape me. Mm. I do not know exactly what the vole represents. It could represent Miroslav, a kindred far from home, trying to make a life in an environment to which it is not accustomed. It may also represent Anna Tremont. I looked upon her and I saw her aura was tainted with the crime of diablerie. Perhaps the vole represents Anna and the fact that she ate more than was good for her, growing too fat to properly hide. Though this is but a metaphor, for I have found Anna's form to be quite athletic. Indeed. Perhaps the vole represents the Baron of the Anarchs, who was also perhaps bitten off more than he could swallow, though the phrase bitten off more though the phrase is bitten off more than he could chew. Though again, I do not speak literally. Rather, I am speaking metaphorically, as I do not know the Baron's eating habits. Hmm. Nor do I. Although I can say through the vole's entrails I was able to find my own final death. And I would count... Oh, dear. Yes, and I would counsel whoever it is that brings my end would cut open my belly quickly, for I do believe my own entrails might contain prophetic knowledge, but they cannot be read once I have turned to dust. Hmm. Indeed. That would be... While I do not wish to see your end, that would be some sorely lost knowledge. Um, did you see what manner of end you might reach? I did not, though there was a stake in my heart at one point before final death occurred. Hmm. I find this disheartening as well. But thank you for sharing it with me. Of course. I do not know if Anna Tremont is the correct or the incorrect person to lead the Glittering Knight. This I cannot say. Hmm. 
Then again, I do not know if Miroslav was the correct or incorrect person to lead us. That seems like a moot point at this point. Whereas Miroslav is concerned, at least. I do not get your meaning. Uh, I do not believe the prince will be coming back. Ah, perhaps he has returned to his homeland. In Croatia. Hmm. Yes, I think our, uh... Glittering Knight will find a new leader at some point soon. Were it not Anna, is there someone you would I support? see there are two other candidates. I see Paul Morphy, which tradition would say should at least be given consideration as prince. I have found Paul Morphy to have a good head upon his shoulders and I find him a very strategic, long-term thinker. And then there is... Goddamn, I forgot her name. Georgina? Georgina Blazik. <laughs> then there yeah. is Georgina Blazik, spouse of Miroslav. She is also a very powerful kindred, and I could see her being capable and ruling the Glittering Knight with a strong fist. I find them both competent. No more than the other. I do not know. I think I would have to see each of them in that position and see how they were to perform. Though I don't know if we were to put one in, even making it clear that it was only temporary, that they would be willing to give up that power even though that would be the best way to choose. It's a shame. It certainly would. Yeah, a test period would be quite useful, but I don't think any of them would agree to that. Neither do I. Then again, Anna Tremont approached me as well, and I do believe that she may have the capabilities to run the Glittering Knight. Though her aura of diablerie does concern me. It is most certainly of concern, and I think it would be for any of our uh, permission council were they to notice. But it is good to know that you uh have such balanced thoughts on the future of our area. (laughs) (laughs) The takeaway of it is he's being as politic as he possibly can in his own special way. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Doesn't seem like it's going to end well for him based on his vision, but totally get that. Hmm. Well, Should you have more visions of uh, your own end, or what is befalling our uh, glittering night? If you would share them with me, I would be most appreciative. I will do this, of course. 
I do believe you have given me the phone number for your cellular phone. Indeed, I have. I well, saved the it, bowl if you would like to take it with you. Huh. How kind of you. They do have very delicate bones, I would imagine. I will accept this. I will fetch it. And he comes in and he hands you a wrapped up rag. Great. And there's something lumpy inside. Perfect. <laughs> and slightly wet. Ah, good, yes. I will clean it myself. Uh, yeah. Kudos, Stu. Best vampire ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Great is my favorite. No, I think so, too. Ever. But the, of all of them, he's even better than... Uh, the, the little the little Nosferatu that you guys had running around the island. What's, uh, what was his name? He was your he was your friend, Sam. Uh, which guy? It was three of them. There were three of them that, that yeah. lived on the island, and he was the. I can't remember his name. I say we can't like total shift party. Mm-hmm. And our coterie decides that our main focus is to save Silas the Great from his true death. <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> That's why I took the bowl, is because I want to see if I can get a premonition. Or, like, mm. because because it gave him a vision, mm-hmm. if I can get some of that, like, if I can use it for divining purposes I and don't try see, to save him. I actually don't see a real problem with that, because he's been a very... You got you got quiet against Orc. To the rest of the of the. Uh, says Mike is down by his throat. You got quiet against Orc. I I don't know what to tell you. I I, I haven't touched anything. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway. Sorry, none of us could understand what you were saying. It was just. Here, is that better? Yes. 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 Okay. All right. I don't know what's going on with my volume. All of a sudden, it's just getting weird on us. So what were you saying? Uh, because you were off the all, all I was saying was that uh, I don't see anything wrong with trying to help Silas because he's been a friend of the Coterie and he's been very useful and informative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if he's going to be on the losing side, I'd like to know what side he wants to choose, so I'm not on that side. <laughs> I'd like to see who tries to kill him or who will kill him. Yeah, who would kill Silas the Great? What a jerk. I agree. Same. Other fun things uh, that while you were visiting Silas the Great, I spent some time reading over these translations of Miroslav's journals. Mm-hmm. And besides the fact that he had led at least one incursion to Anarch territory and was rebuffed because they were ready for him, which seems to imply a traitor. Mm-hmm. He also made twelve children secretly. One of them survived, and her name is Mina. Interesting. His grandsire, Contessa Isabella, to Arborea. Arborea. Uh, probably uh, Arborea, I think. Arborea. Is she named after a trellis with flowers on it? (laughs) (laughs) 
um, is either in the inner circle or works very closely with someone in the inner circle because she has a lot of first-hand knowledge of what's going on with the second inquisition and what the inner circle plans to do and she says that she told Marislav that she would send an emissary to you with the sum of our knowledge on this new foe and I'm assuming that that is who our Justicar, that is the message mm. that our Justicar was bringing. It was the sum of the inner circle's knowledge on the second position. Do we know where Mina is? Mm, no. I was looking at that. I, I'm, I'm going to assume she's still in Eastern Europe? No, she's no. here. Yeah, she was sired here. They were positioned, the 12 children were positioned along the Anarch border edge, along the Anarch, the border with the Anarchs. And the 11 were killed by Anarchs. Miroslav thought it was just because they were so new. But between a failed attack on the Anarchs and then them picking off all of his children? That seems like a traitor, feeding them information. It really does. And I know that it could be any number of people, but the... It doesn't say in the journal who knew he made them. But the person who would be most likely to know? Or the people? Georgina. One of the... One most likely is Georgina. And then Paul... <laughs> Paul Morphy. Paul Morphy. <laughs> Let's see. I would think the person to ask about this would be Simon Perkins. The Nosferatu primogen. If he sired Childer, they would also be Nosferatu. Which means if he was trying to hide them, Simon would be able to know where to find a Nosferatu in the area. In theory. Is it possible that Mina, having felt trapped or betrayed, went to, went over to the Anarchs? Is it possible she's leading them? Because mm. she would be powerful enough having been sired by Miroslav. We would have to find out who she is. Even We, we don't know anything about her at all, so anything is possible at this point. Well, you also have... Um, reading my horribly handwritten notes here. Um, the potential, or the children of Prince Daniel that possibly fled to the Anarchs. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Caleb Johnston and Sally Smith. And at the same time, it's one of Sebastian's children may be uh may still be at the Motosin. Mm. So, it's a lot to find, but I think it's very important that we, at the very least, see if Mina still survives and find her, and hopefully in doing so, root out the traitor in our midst. I agree. Not to mention, as the 
Childer of the previous prince may be able to sway some people if she puts support behind who we want. Agreed. I've heard it told. I've heard it told that the Nosferatu have a connection, or a, or a. I've heard it told that the Nosferatu share a network of some sort. So perhaps Felix, when he's less busy, might be able to exploit some of his Nosferatu. What do we call it, Nosferatel? The, the Nosferatel <laughs> network. Yeah. That's their cell yeah. phones that work underground. might also be something to check a vision on. If Mina does <clears throat> still live, well, but, I mean, would she, how, how could we use her if we find her? Or at least, uh, maybe we can find out where her allegiance is alive, whether she's with the Anarchs or not. And if she is, maybe that's an end. Well, like I said, if we can find her, and she's pliable, we can get her to throw support behind whichever candidate we want, which would be a nice boon in that candidate's cap. Mm-hmm. She may also be um, interested in revenge against whoever offed her sire, if she's mm-hmm. loyal to him. If that, and, you know, would become advantageous in some way. And we can tell her whoever we want killed her sire. And in any case, first order of business, find Mina? Mm, I think so. Well, tomorrow night we need to break into these vaults in the mirror room. Oh, yes. Have uh, lots of fun with that. I have a party I'm throwing tomorrow ah! night, so I won't be able to attend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we can. I've got a comeback to my head, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) How dare. How dare. Yeah, okay. Um, Anna Sophia will share uh, Silas's comments with you guys and her concern about his impending doom. (laughs) One more thing to worry about. Bulls come from the east, as as did Miroslav. Hmm. One more thing to worry about. One more thing to worry yeah. about. Do you? Are you able to read entrails? Could you? If we bring you a dead vol, can you find out where Mina is? I do not require entrails. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I will simply pray to the Dark Lord for guidance, as is my way. Now, did you want to try to use the vol? Vol's remains to force a premonition? Yeah, I mean, I'll use it like in in her prayer and see if that okay. will it can kind of help direct. So, premonition uh, resolve plus aspects? That's resolve plus aspects, but you have to make a rouse check if you're trying to force okay. one. So. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what's my resolve? Mm-hmm. Check. Oh, I'm slightly hungrier, but that's okay. I don't have to succeed, right? No, no, it happens anyway. And then resolve okay. plus aspects. Great. Uh, 
that's a yucky roll. Apparently, uh, entrails do the opposite of help. <laughs> I got zero successes. Oh, you got none. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What's your what's your blood? What's your hunger dice look like? It was a three. Wow. Oh. One? Because how many? You should have two. Oh no no you wouldn't add, you wouldn't add that until after no, but, right yeah okay I only did one because I that was before the, right yeah yeah you don't have you don't have to use that that hunger die for the what you failed the Ralph check for okay right next time I will have two okay so you have a very brief flash of like a, a, like a POV shot of someone walking down the street okay. And it looks like it might be somewhere in LA. It's very brief, but you're seeing through someone else's eyes, and it's like, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess I can use these tiny bones to add to my catacomb because they're not helping me see anything. <laughs> I will have to try again later. It is also getting late in the night, so. Mm-hmm. Anything anyone else want to do before the sun starts to peek out? I don't think so. Okay. Not for me. All right, so you'll go back to your your uh, places of sleep and, and January 26th. Yay! The evening of January 26th. Everyone make a rouse check. Succeeded. Oh, failed. Yay, success. And, and anyone who has any damage left, you can make those three. Oh, right. Rose checks to, to get to, to, to lose a point of ag. Oh. Can I eat first? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it ha- I think it uh, has to be upon wakening. Let me check. Ah, let me double- let me check real quick, though. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Healing. Upon awakening, vampire must make three rouse checks. In fact, it says must make three rouse checks. Ooh. Okay. Whew. Well, I uh, got two of them, so... What's and your... I failed two of them. Okay. Is so anyone, I have three is, hunger. Anyone hunger f- is anyone at hunger four? That's when it becomes a real problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna... Uh, I nosh on Sam last night. Uh, let's go with... Uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and... I'll, you know, I'll just call someone up on the dating app. Okay. And get one of my hungers taken care of. Okay. Uh, I should probably check in with my ghouls anyway, so I'm gonna um, have a personal prayer session with the medical examiner and my pet priest. Okay. All right. No problem. The priest is still at your place, right? He's still at your cathedral. Okay. Oh, yeah. He lives at the cathedral now. Okay. I'm sorry, Lakshmi? Oh, I was just gonna say, I was gonna do more experimentation with Michael, Marion, um, on magic and 
attempting to tap into, like, I'm going to do, like, small sips of her blood in an attempt to tap into that magic once it's, like, in various states of me eating it, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. That's all very pseudoscientific. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) I'm going to meet with the police chief. And then I'm going to sit from him to get rid of my hunger and then also add to his ghouling. So we bring him up to ghoul three. And that's the police chief? Yes. I have to meet with him anyway to pick up the, the explosives. Right. I just have one point of hunger. I just want to go from two to one. Just in case I blow myself up and need <laughs> the hunger points. Got it. Uh, yeah, you you are, are un- unable to sort of connect with her source of magic because you, you took a, like a tiny sip of her blood, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it, you're you're unable to to sort of connect with with her source of magic. But you think it might be possible? probably just didn't get enough. (laughs) I mean, managed precisely, it's an infinite resource. Exactly. But, um... This might be something where another ritual might be required. Possibly something melding between my blood and hers. And I'm going to leave it there for now okay. and let that idea percolate for okay. the evening. Okay. Any other uh, morning or, or early evening stuff anyone wants to do before you get about your evening? Nope. Nope? Okay. So I'll text Latchby and say, I've, I'll text everybody. I've got the explosives. I'm going to head down to the mode. And uh, and then make my way to one of these doors from there if anybody wants to join me. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I will go. I will it's go fine. with Floyd. <laughs> I'll I'll meet you there. I just like the juxtaposition of those two things. I was like. Hmm. Floyd with explosives. Oh, thanks. <laughs> a character that a character that Stork has to roll for with explosives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovingly left you on red. <laughs> I'm definitely wearing my armored habit, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you head to the mode. To go in through the the alley entrance, right? Um, oh, did we get any uh, anything from the rat cam during the day? Uh, yes, you oh. did. Uh, the second site, which uh, let's see, that was the Mutual of Nebraska Bank building. Um, you got uh, right around noon. 
you saw two people go in and then two people exit. Um, can we see their faces at all? Uh, you got one of the faces because it's a rat, uh, and mm-hmm. so it's low. You got you got one of the faces of one of the guys exiting. Awesome. Okay, I would like to uh, screen capture it and okay. throw it into Google Image Search. Okay. Give me that technology plus uh, wits roll. Oh, I'm not good at that. Watch me. Do you wanna help? I was about to say, do you want to just text it to me? <laughs> yeah. I'll text it to watch me. Hey, look at this guy. And you need a lot of, of successes. I mean, I'm not just throwing it into Google image search, but... Right, no, right. That's what Anna Sophia would do, but you can do better than that. It's cool. I got uh, four successes. Okay. Um, the closest hit you have is from about eight years ago, and it is a photograph from um, uh, the Stanford Com- Computer Science Department newsletter about um, uh, one of the graduates find his name. Milan Usk. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow. Morals. Not here. It, sounds like, it sounded like a drum all of a sudden. Like, boom. Oh, that was my bad. I hit my notebook, which has little locks on the outside. It sounds like a tom, like <laughs> from a from a drum kit. It did, yeah. So, uh, Sorry. the uh, the article it talks about how uh, the uh, how some seniors in the uh, computer science department have gotten. Uh, uh, a few of them have got, got some uh, prestigious um, awards. Nope. Scholarships. Scholarships. Internships. Internships. Jobs. Thank you. Internships. <laughs> and and one of them is David Vasquez, who uh, um, was um, uh, recruited as an intern for uh, a highly prestigious um, computer security firm, uh, which. Uh, you have you, you you don't recognize the name, but you do a little bit of research, and they seem to have been in, in, involved in the the keyhole satellite programs somehow. And that his fate that is a, a younger version of the the screen cap that Anna Sophia sent you. Awesome. What's the keyhole satellite thing? Those are the, those are the satellite. That's the, the that's the spy satellites. The that are operated by 
some part of the U.S. I don't know if it's the CIA or if it's the military or what. But the keyhole satellites are the satellites that, that have the spy cameras on them. So what you're saying is if we weren't on a watch, the, a watch list before, we are now. By doing that that search, maybe. I'm sure you used a, a IP spoofer. I meant the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it, the, the keyhole satellites are common knowledge. The most current one it probably isn't. We've talked about uh, that on the podcast before too. It's like because when you run a game, sometimes you Google weird shit. Oh yeah. So you, you, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I've ended up on a couple of weird watch lists just because I'm like you know, googling names of mass murderers. You know, whatever <laughs> it is. Oh, My I, boss spent five years researching all kinds of things for the last ship. Mm-hmm. Also purchasing inert bomb making materials. <laughs> Just saying, if you're a, if you're a, a GM who's running a campaign, you Google some weird shit, and it, it, in this day and age, you start thinking about it. You're like, I ought to be a little more careful because. Oh, can you can you <laughs> imagine that all? I mean, I have Googled how to get rid of bodies and all kinds of stuff <laughs> for games, not even thinking about what it is I'm Googling, and also, you know, being a reloader, I have mail. I'm on. I'm sure I'm on a list for mail ordering gunpowder and stuff like that. So. Is no one use incognito mode? I was gonna say incognito Thank mode you. doesn't do shit. You need to use a VPN. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, incognito mode just just means that Google tells you they're not using your information. <laughs> it just means only Google can see your information. That's right. <laughs> like incognito mode is not real. Like that's not a thing that actually protects you. All that really you does have is to stop use a your, VPN. Is, is is stop you from seeing your search history. <laughs> Well, if we weren't on a watch list, we are now. Just talking about this. But I like to assume that with four successes, I was able to successfully cover my directs. Sure. Um, And do I find any other information on David Vasquez once I have his name? Uh, Except for that article, you find absolutely nothing. He He doesn't have a Facebook page. He doesn't have a LinkedIn it's like he got into this organization and disappeared. But does he have a MeWe? A MeWe? No, he doesn't have that either. If he does, it's under an assumed name. But I, you, mean, you can't I mean, I love how your examples are he doesn't have a Facebook page and he doesn't have a LinkedIn. Well, that's what that's the first two things you look for when you're looking for someone who, if you know what their job is, right? You, just look, on, you look on LinkedIn. Even though no one actually uses LinkedIn, a lot of people have pages on LinkedIn. I tell you a lot. There's a lot of private detectives. That's where they start. Again, Googling stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we have a face and a name, at least. Um, Did they interact with the keypad or the door lock in any way, going in or out? Um. Oops. Yes, they they the people going in entered a code. Can't really see it from where the rat rat's angle was because their their hand kind of blocked it because the rat's low, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And then when they went in, the door closed, and and somehow the the people leaving got out. They walked out, but obviously can, you didn't see them using. Can we tell from the footage how many digits the code is? It was long. It was like eleven digits. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can't you can't really tell for sure because you can't see the, the the person's hand. But it's like 
But if it picked up punch- any noise, like, was there any, like, confirmation kind of, like, when you hit the number, did it beep? There's, like, a beep, and that's, like, the, it, like the magnetic thing that opens the door that you have to open it while it's beeping, or else you have to enter the the thing again. But he was pressing but buttons no, for like, a while. no, like, beep for the number. No. Mm-hmm. How thick was the this was this door, too? Uh, no, what's six, six or seven inches. inches, yeah. Is it got, like, those big bolts, like, vault? Vault things that go in as well, or is it just a big like a ship door, like you said originally? Um, there, it it looks like it's got it, it. They don't look like a regular door bolt. They're they're thicker than that. They're not as thick as like a. They're not like a one inch steel. They're a little thin, <laughs> smaller than that. But it looks like on the uh, on the the edge of the door as it was opening, it probably had three of them. And okay, and but then it may on have. The inside of the- you don't know if it has it in the top. Is there also a keypad, or is it like a, a, a latch uh, or a wheel? You, when, or? when they open it up, it looks like it's a hallway. And the, no, and I meant on the door. When, when you, on the inside of the door, on the other side, what does it look like? Is it a wheel, a latch, another keypad? Uh, there's no... There's. It is. It looks like it's just made out of steel. There's no features on it. Okay. So there, obviously there's a, either a keypad or something on the wall inside... Either that, or maybe it's controlled by the the people inside or something. But okay, there, there's no features on the door. What side were the hinges on? The hinges are on the right side, and the okay, door and, and the door opens the... out. Okay, so okay, so the hinges would be closer to the outside of the building than the inside. I'm only asking because <laughs> when I put explosives on here, okay, I'm wait to a figure second. Out, I'm trying to think. If it's now. opening out, the hinges would be on the outside. Yeah, the hinges are. Yeah, the hinges are on the outside. Yes. I'm asking this so I know maybe where to place the explosives. Got it. You can also see that there's... uh, You can't see the the door... What do you call that? The door jam? Mm -hmm. But you can see the top of the door jam. And it looks like there's, there's... There were also three holes there that probably take bolts as well. So it's it's the door is not just being locked from the side; it's being locked right. from the top. And so it's very much a bank vault situation. Yeah, yeah. It actually it, it looks like a door, but it's thicker. It's it's about twice as thick as a door, maybe a oh, little little bit more than that. Um. In the hallway that we saw, is it just like cinder block or? It's concrete. Concrete, okay. It's like they came in and poured, you know, the molds. Yeah, it totally sounds like a drum. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be more careful. My bad. That's a very musical sounding notebook. Mm-hmm. That time it was my fountain pen. That's a very musical sounding fountain pen. <laughs> very large uh, fountain pen too, by the tone. All right. Well, who's coming with me? Is it Lakshmi and Anasthasia? Okay. All right. So, I'm you know as we're as we're do we, do we want to just take the long way? Well, I guess she and I have to take the the mode of sin mode of sin entrance, and you can go anytime you want, but. <clears throat> it occurs to me that 
<clears throat> the strongest point of entry is the door. So I kind of feel like we need to try a wall or a ceiling or something because it's just concrete. The door's got to be harder to blow off than blowing a hole in concrete. I mean, oftentimes people put up an armored door over, and then the wall is made out of, out of sheetrock. It could be, or it could be reinforced concrete. I'm sure it is, but I, I kind of feel like the concrete is easier to get through. It might be easier to get through than trying to blow. Because I was looking at this door in these pictures, and it's got one, two, three, four, five, five, at least five, if not six or seven bolts that go into the ceiling. So we need to blow. We need to blow through six inches of reinforced steel as opposed to, you know, concrete. Possible, yeah. We might also try and see, like, we know this wall goes into that area, but, like, are there other rooms adjacent to it? Exactly. If this is one of these office buildings, you know, maybe we can go around or... Tunnel in through the side instead of going in through the front door. Exactly what I'm thinking, right. And since we have this pocket dimension and a source of explosives, (laughs) we we can just keep experimenting (laughs) until we find it in. Exactly. But I don't think blowing up the door is the right thing to do. I mean, that's that's got to be the hardest point. It's got to be the one that's the most reinforced. I figure the ceiling or the sides, probably the ceiling would be the the easiest one to get through. So it's like if we can get to the room above it, come over and try to blow blow a hole down. True. What would be the room above it? I don't know. We don't know the building yet. No. Um, but if we get into the building uh, and get into the maintenance area, they might have schematics of it. This is true. This is true. Stu, what, what we're thinking about trying to do, um, I, I contend that the door is the hardest part to get through. We're gonna, what we're going to try to do is, when we get to this building, find what, find out what the room above it is, and maybe try to blow in from above. From the floor fi- slash ceiling? I figure that the floor and ceiling is, is going to be the weakest point, as opposed to the walls, or especially not the front door. Right. Okay. And she said... Perhaps once we get to the building in the mirror dimension, we can look for some schematics. Mm-hmm. Or you is can the, just go to where the next level up is. Right. So, Lachmi, we're gonna we're gonna go to the building, but we're gonna try to go to the room above where this this place is and blow a hole through the floor slash ceiling and try to get in from that way, as opposed to trying to blow off the fully reinforced trap door. You muted. Okay. I'll be, um, outside. (laughs) (laughs) So we might spend most of the evening then poking around this building, finding out. Okay. Well, that's at the uh, uh, Mutual of Nebraska Bank Mm -hmm. building, so um, that's the sub, it's in a sub-basement. So basically, you would need to go to the basement and 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 try to figure out what room or what area is directly over. Mm-hmm. And you also know that there's a hallway. Mm-hmm. So we can compare that with the brief picture that we have. Do we get a rough estimate of like ten, twenty feet? Can I? Can one of us, both of us, attempt to do kind of a search and see if the schematics of this building? The building plans are online somewhere. That's well. That's what Sam suggested. That once we get into the building, perhaps the maintenance department has floor plans. Hmm. Because in the mirror dimension, we have we can do anything we want, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's just physical should exist. True. I just uh, for that matter, maybe you, like you can, when they filed permits and stuff to build this extra space. Yeah, you can try that. For that matter, we could also put schematics to the power to the building, just turn all the power off all at once. But that's uh, that won't raise any flags. Nope. I would say wits plus awareness. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Wits plus technology. Wits or intelligence. I would say wits. Four successes. How many? Four. Four, okay. And I got one ten, but it wasn't on my uh, hunger die. Sorry, Stu. Okay. Damn it. Um, Hold on. (laughs) Good. I got two successes. Okay. The um, uh, you are able to find um, you're not able to find like real detailed like blueprints, but you are able to find like rough uh, like rough drawings of of the of that building. Uh, and the first thing you note is it didn't have a sub basement, right? Of course mm-hmm. not. So, um, and then looking at it, give me um, give me awareness. Intelligence. For this is just for Lakshmi because she was she's seen the building firsthand to see if you can figure out what it would about where this this um, vault door would be. Three successes. Okay. And a one on my hunger day, but I don't think that matters since I didn't fail. No, you didn't have any. It wasn't a failure. Okay. Um, so you get uh, there's it, there's like it's like a <clears throat> um, it's like some kind of janitorial room in the basement. Uh, it's not marked as what it's used for. But you kind of get a looking at it. You get a reasonable idea what section of the floor in that storage room would be directly above the hallway and whatever's behind it. And the, you know, you could get some glimpses from the rat cam. The hallway looks like it's probably about eight feet long. I point it out to Floyd. Okay, well, I'm and I say like this is this is the most likely entrance point. All right, and these explosives we have are they shape charges? They're breaching explosives. I mean, they're okay. for going getting through doors or walls and stuff like that. You you're pretty sure they wouldn't make it through like like in, like a a strongly steel reinforced structure. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, they're for they're for breaking down doors and homes and stuff like that. So if they, if they've got like plates of steel inside of concrete, these probably aren't going to get through it. They might mess it up, but they're right. not. Gonna, they may not get through it. But if it's just concrete or even concrete reinforced with rebar, they'll at least be able to get in enough. Though you still may need to cut rebar. We won't know until we until uh, we try. So. Right. 
So we'll put it down, and then um, I guess I'll find some sandbags or some heavy desks or something, and put it down on, on you know the back of it. Just keep it, make sure it's down nice and tight to the floor. Right. Pull out my deck cord and <clears throat> go around the corner, and what do you do? You do that little do that little thing. Okay. Okay. Do I roll anything? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I am going to have you make a roll, just because you're using explosives. Why would you not make a roll if you're using explosives? Um, I'm staying the hell away from this. But because Outside. it's a directional charge, it should be better than, you know, well, just no, a yeah, but big you old know, barrel of black powder. But that you're, it's it's still a dangerous exploit. <clears throat> um, it's nice knowing you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch me. I'm gonna stay outside the building while it explodes. Okay. Hmm. I'm gonna say. You have larceny. I do. Yeah. At a one. Okay. Let's say larceny plus intelligence, just to set everything up the way it's supposed to be set up. So, you, and you don't inadvertently blow yourself up. Four successes. Wow. Four dice wow. All, all four successes. Nice. Wow. What is it what is your hunger die? A success. Oh well, yeah, was it a ten? No, it was it was one of these. <laughs> okay. That's, That's right. You're, you're using the chicken scratch dice. I have some someone sent another set of those here. Right before the lockdown. So if anyone else wants to use dice that are hard to read, there it is. It's right there. <laughs> I've got them, so I, I figured I'd give them to someone in there. When, no, one day. have a giveaway and people who are listening could win them. <laughs> okay. The uh all right, so you you <laughs> let me see how it did. You got four successes you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of four dice. So four and it's it, the max I can do. It blew a hole. The sandbags, they like went up and fell through. It actually blew a clean hole inside the thing. You can see rebar sort of bent inward, pointing down. Cool. And there's dust. There's in. dust and and such everywhere. <laughs> no lasers. No. Uh, no yep. explosives. Okay. Cool. There's, I'll go. Um, there's no electricity I'll here. I'll go. Stick my head in. Look around. Okay. Um. It lo- it looks like like a typical like. software engineer's cubicle. There's, there's, looks like there's several computer desks in here. There's like four of them. Each one has a computer attached to it, and it looks like there's multiple monitors. Each, each, each desk has like three monitors on it. Um, and there is, a, it, the, the room is, for the most part, unfinished. It looks like the walls are raw concrete. Uh, the floor is raw concrete, although they, it looks like they put rugs down. And, uh, yeah, and then there's like conduit coming in from somewhere that uh, has like some kind of ca- some kind of uh, cable that or, uh, connectivity cable that you don't recognize. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll text. I'll text uh, Sam and Pooja. Yeah, we don't have phones. You don't have phones. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, Let's eventually, I mean, you can come out and get us, or like eventually, if the building didn't collapse, time, you guys can, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can hear the explosion. I'm assuming, and then oh, we, sure, 
Absolutely. An appropriate amount of time, and then if the building doesn't collapse, we can move. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'll just drop myself in there then. Is there? Uh, is there? I, I guess I'll use my cell phone flashlight and walk around. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't see the dark. I don't have that vampire ability. Right. And uh, poke around. Are there papers? Are there badges with people's names on it? Are there uh, personal items around? Uh, there's. There's a, some. It looks like people have like like taped pictures to the wall. They look like okay. The, what I'm looking for is any, anything I can do to identify who I work here. Get a name, get a face, like, uh, that kind of thing. I'll start taking pictures with my phone. Um, I'm also thinking that I can go through and unhook all of the computers, and then when Latch me and um, um, Anna Sophia. Sophia show up, I can hand them the computers. We can take them out, plug them in, and check them out outside of the outside in the real world. Okay. Yeah, you can. You definitely can do that. Um, there, there's not really much in there that's identifying the people in it. Probably um, for about, se- probably for okay, security how about, reasons. How about in the refrigerator of the break room? <laughs> names on yes. their food. Ding ding ding! Absolutely <laughs> beautiful. Stop eating my yogurt, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you you use that. Baby kindred knowledge. <laughs> Why are you looking in the fridge? It's not like they're gonna have name tags in there. No, but you or write your name on your use. stuff when, when on, on a, like if you bring a paper bag, you write your name on it so the other guy doesn't eat it. <laughs> yes, that was that was the that joke. was that was her in character asking. Oh, I'm my sorry. I'm sorry. Why I'm going to the refrigerator? In answer, I pull out a. A sandwich with somebody's name on it and show it to her. Amanda, Carl, David, and Scott. You writing that down, Sam? Amanda, Carl, David, and Scott. Okay. And is there like a check pool checklist in the break room somewhere hanging up there somewhere? There's no that break room. Have- it's a, there's a, it's it's a single room place. There's a refrigerator in the corner. And there's like four desks that sort of face each other, and there's little like low cubicle walls that you mm-hmm. can kind of just there's when you're sitting. Coffee. Yeah, there's a coffee pot. Sure. Yeah, there's, and there's got to be a, a bathroom. There's no sign up for the second position softball team. Exactly, or <laughs> the check pool. You know, everybody everybody's in the check pool. Or there there something is a, like that. There's a there's a there's a bathroom just off the off the that main room opposite opposite the. There's another look, looks like another one of those. Uh, reinforced doors on this side of the hallway as well. So, let's just say that the three of us are going to spend... Well, I'm going to speak for you too, but we have all evening, and I'm going to spend scouring this for any information, names, last names, uh, social security numbers, uh, all of that stuff. So, if there's anything there to find, I would like to find it. Let's say half the night, because we have another place to look. We do. There is a, another one of these. So this one room, you said it has another door that leads. That's yeah. the hallway, though. Yeah, the, the setup is basically the, the the reinforced door that you guys saw from the outside. Mm-hmm. There's like an eight foot hallway, and then there's another very similar door on the other side of it, mm-hmm. and that leads into the room that you just blew your way into. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. So it's like a double, like a, an airlock type situation. Yeah. 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 Got it. 
I mean, okay. I realize we're not playing Traveler, but whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you have to check out the other location because it doesn't look like these two connect physically. Um, but we should take... Um, Floyd, don't, you, do you think your police chief could get some, I don't know, fingerprints from these keyboards? Uh, yeah, it's possible. We can try it. We would take the keyboards. I was thinking about taking the entire tower by itself. Well, you should just take the hard drives. I don't want to take the hard drives out right now. That's, I'd be a screwdriver. It's dark. There's four computers. I think if we just hand the entire towers up, if you don't, as long as you don't turn them on or connect them to the internet, nobody will know that they're missing. And we can take the hard drives out once we get outside. Well, technically, they won't be missing in the real world, right? That's correct. correct. Uh, when let's put it this way uh, while you're searching for other stuff I'm gonna take the hard drives out okay I don't want to carry whole towers around okay um and then we'll just take the keyboards as well but very carefully not to touch them mm. oh fingerprints some garbage bags right okay and if there's no garbage bags here, then we'll just go upstairs, go to the maintenance area, grab some garbage no, bags, come no, back. No, they got the, the little, like, small office, the little, yeah. little small office trash can bags, yeah. Perfect. Okay, and there's um, and there's nothing else in the break area with anybody's name on it. There's no Little League, uh, buy Little League candy from Amanda Palmer or anything? No, there's, huh. n- there's nothing like that. In fact, the, any pictures you see on the wall look like they're pets. You don't even see family member pictures. From what do, you've heard, probably these people don't have families. Do any of the pets have a little license on them within a phone number? <laughs> if lost, please call. Ooh, that's gonna be that would be tough to read on a, on a little photo. Give me like a give me an intelligence uh, awareness roll, and I'm gonna say you need five successes in order to get a phone number. Because then you're talking about a little picture this big of a dog, <laughs> and then you're gonna, and, and then you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I know. No, I totally get it. It's not like zoom in, enhance. Right. Are any of the dogs an interesting breed? Um, or cats? Boy, you're getting cats into stuff too. that I did not prep. <laughs> uh, let's see. There are. Well, not everyone is going to have a picture of their pet. Let's see. Uh, there is. I only got two successes. Okay, so you can't get the you can't get the either that doesn't have a, a a license tag or or you can't read it or it's flipped around or something. Uh, it looks like um, one of the one of the desks on the cube. Someone has a picture of a cat. It looks like a white. It's a, a white cat, like a long hair, like a Persian kind of. And then um, there's a dog at one of the other cubes. And it's uh, some kind of terrier mix. It's a mutt. Does the person look purebred? Does the pardon the Persian? Is it no, purebred. No, it does not look like a purebred. I heard person yeah. too. I did too. I was like, <laughs> wow. It's a very vampire thing. Hmm? No breeding. All right, so we have another location to try to go to. So we'll rinse and repeat. Okay. Give me one more of those uh, explosive rolls. This time, yeah. um, what did I say? What did, larceny plus intelligence? intelligence yeah, I think. All right. Two successes. Okay, that's plenty. 
uh, you blow a hole. Um, this one you're gonna, you're going to have to kind of beat in the 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 rebar, uh, and you can kind of stick your head down and look, and it's empty. The only thing you can see is it's got what looks like a very very similar conduit coming into it, and it has those cables hanging out of it, but they're like tied, looped up and tied off. Okay. But there's like no it hasn't been used yet, or they moved out. Like they, and there's no desks here. It look, I mean, it, it's clean except for what you know just happened when you blew the floor in. Right. But um, but it d- does look like it have the, has those that that it's set up for connect- connectivity. All right. Cool. So it looks like the Nebraska mutual of Nebraska's Wild Kingdom is the is the the hot one. All right. Right. And and first mutual bank of whatever is the either a backup or a previous location. Good night's work. Yeah. So we can probably pull the rat out of the uh, out of the First National Bank one because it doesn't look like that's even being used at all. And Great. and we could try. We could see if Felix can find a higher spot for second bat cam. Mm, maybe I- we could figure out what the code is. Or more faces. I was able to identify one of the people, and it must be the David whose sandwich you found in the fridge. Okay. Um, I would have hoped he had better taste than ham and mayonnaise, but I'll never understand the kind. Uh, his name is David Vasquez, and he worked in computer security rising star until it disappeared. He doesn't currently have any online presence whatsoever. I would think anybody working for the government in the computers would be translated, yeah, ghosted, yeah. Well, this this mode of entrance works really, really well. I'm kind of tempted to do that in the real world, too. Just go to the room above it and blow a hole in it. The only problem is I'm not sure that everyone will survive. But again, I'm not sure everyone will survive if we just type into the keypad and walk in either. And I'm not... And we still have to work out the codes, too. I mean, maybe we can find them on the computer terminals, but I don't know. We should investigate the, the computer terminals first. Yes. Agreed. Um, this could can, also be a great source of information if we can figure out what their code system is exactly on the app. I don't want to speak for Felix, but I thought he had a tech guy that was pretty good at this kind of stuff on that he that worked for him, one of his editors. Because I think we did something like this before. Am I wrong? I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Sure. Well, but, I have um, in terms of the app side, Sujid might be able to assist us there. Okay. In the interim, I can send these keyboards off with my um, with my police chief and have them dusted and see maybe we can find some prints off that. Well, Hold on, AFK a sec. Didn't you track someone really just off of their face before? I do need to be able to see a face. I need to know what they currently look like. So the only... F- 
The only photo... Yes, actually, you're correct. Yeah, you have a photo I of David I should Vasquez. be able to use the security information, the security cam footage, to track David Vasquez. Mm-hmm. Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> this Just is what thought. happens when I don't play. <laughs> I am going... Not do it right now, obviously. If we're in the pocket dimension, that's not super right. useful. Well, but we're I'll getting s- close to morning, too. Because yeah. we spent a lot of time here. But tomorrow night, that might be a good activities. Get the information off of these computers and track down. If we had someone on the inside who could get us in safely, that would be ideal. We wouldn't have to blow anything up. That's very true. In fact, we may not even have to go in there if we can get what we need off these hard drives. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to Colin. Yeah. Who has his... uh, He has a party. You have, you have your meeting with the Long Beach. Now, are, 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 were you just inviting sort of the head of the coterie, or are you inviting the entire coterie? Um, I was inviting. I was inviting the entire coterie, um, and I'm guising it as again like an artist meeting artists, particularly musicians. Okay. I would have had uh, the mayor's wife be up at some catering in case any of them want to dine. This trailer to that extra. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to make some rolls, maybe to procure some fresh-ish blood to keep it at the canter for people who want to drink, being a good host. Sure. You know, um, all that stuff. And basically, I want I want to keep the music theme going so that when we talk, I can have music playing so we can't be overheard. Got it. Okay. Okay. Not a problem. Uh, and they hold it at like a... The the the, uh, the the place she secured is in like San Pedro, okay. Or um, yeah, probably San Pedro, and it's like it's like one of those um, <clears throat> party rental spaces. Have you ever seen those? Where they have like a tables and chairs, and they, it, but it's it's like a you rent it for for parties and receptions and stuff. It's not like okay. a like a venue per se. They're kind of like a, a banquet little, hall situation. Yeah, they're a little smaller than a banquet hall, but it's that that sort of thing. Perfect. Um, and it's like a little storefront place. Um, so, and and they you, you had the sound system set up and everything like that. And uh, in this, in the sound, the sound in there is just slightly louder than would be comfortable to make sure that uh, whatever you say is not overheard at a different table. Love it. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So I, I welcome. I'm waiting for them to arrive. Ready to welcome them and have it start with what we're actually, you know, supposed to be doing. We're just talking about art and trying to convince them, oh, Long Beach is cute, but if you wanted to see real art, you should move to LA. But, you know, all that orange curtain bullshit that I endured far too long and then moved to LA. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and it's on their right. Um, and then once. Once that kind of gets out of the way, start start getting on the brass tacks. Um, talking about, uh, so I'm sure as you've seen. Okay, now, now the, yeah. the guy that you're mostly talking to, everyone seems to be taking the lead from from Toriador, who's sort of kind of like the default head of the the coteries here. Yeah. Um, and there's actually. 
there's three coteries in the Long Beach area. Uh, there's Signal Hill, North Long Beach, East Long Beach, and then Seal Beach, Sunset Beach. So you've actually got... You're probably bringing in, like, 12 kindred. Okay. Quite a so, few. So it's Signal Hill, Seal Beach, and what was the second it, one? It's Signal Hill, North Long Beach. That's one coterie. Mm-hmm. East Long Beach, which is primarily residential in the university. Mm-hmm. And then Seal Beach and Sunset Beach, which are two small towns just south of Long Beach. Perfect. And all of this, by the way, is in Los Angeles County, not Orange County. Oh, I so, know. You know. Okay, I'm doing that on purpose. Because <laughs> right. technically Los Angeles County, but everybody in Orange County thinks it's Orange County. Right. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. <laughs> and, but the, everyone seems to be kind of taking the lead. Like the One of the last people to come in, and it's almost like the other members of his immediate coterie come in and are, are like standing and like keeping watch as he comes in, almost as if they're security. Okay. So they're, cool. this guy's definitely, and and it, and when he comes in and he's the last one to arrive, all of these all of these kindred like greet him when he comes in. It's almost like he's a he's a capo de tutti capa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he, you recognize him. His name's uh, Steve Madison. Stephen Stephen Madison. What's his preferred form of address? Would I know that? A Stephen. Stephen. Okay. Yes. Stephen, it's delightful to see you. I'm so glad you made time in your busy evening to join our little soirée. Well, of course, of course, I appreciate the uh, the invitation. Oh, not at all. Um, please enjoy the music and enjoy the food if you'd like. Uh, there's also some refreshments, and uh, make yourself comfortable. I will. Thank you very much. We don't get out. Ver- we don't get out very much. You know, we have a. Our, we kind of have our hands full down there. Do you? Is is Long Beach um, that uh, busy? For I mean, is is it that tumultuous? I should say. That um, we need to have constant vigilance. Well, we're not. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't say tumultuous necessarily, but uh, our, our you know our 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 southern coterie is is bordering anarch territory, or at least territory that because uh, if you get far enough south into Orange County, you end up in anarch territory again. Mm. So we have to we have to uh, watch for incursions um, because the the. Uh, Orange County coteries are like sieves. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, uh, is, that is also technically part of the Glittering Night, by the way. Orange County. Yeah, um, I, I know what you mean. Uh, being in Glendale and being right up against Anarch territory, we have to push them back occasionally, but it's they're more of a nuisance than a natural threat. I heard they actually tried to like take over a piece of your 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 haven. Is that true? Well. They they decided to be bold, and we made them bleed for it. Good for you. It's all a part of the job. Um, tell me more about uh, the trouble you're having with the Anarchs. We, we know all about the Anarchs up near us, but I know very little about the Anarchs in your area. Well, um... <clears throat> As far as we can tell, they're not yet coordinating with the the Anarchs in the San Fernando Valley. 
Um, from what what I've been able to kind of discern, uh, the the Baron they call him a Baron of the of the San Fernando Anarchs is kind of a like an upstart or kind of a um, Johnny Come Lately at least from what from from what I've been hearing, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know I don't know if he, if if uh, that's the reason there's no cooperation between them and the South Orange County Anarchs or if. Just anarchs don't cooperate with each other, which is entirely possible. Wouldn't surprise me. But I don't think... I, I mean, it, I, I certainly haven't... Like, for instance, it was quiet when when they tried to hit north, your, your, your territory. It wasn't like there was any coordination between the anarchs down, down by us and yours. They were... They, they don't seem to be coordinated, which isn't That's, surprising. Love to hear about that. Um, now, now the party's going to go on a bit. Um, now, surely you've you've heard about the disappearance of our beloved Prince Miroslav. Oh yeah, of course. What are your thoughts? Have you have you heard anything? I mean, I'm always one for idle gossip. Heard anything as far as uh, about Miroslav? No. I'm assuming he's not coming back. Princes don't usually just up and disappear. True, but Miroslav is no normal prince. If he's not coming back, do do you have a prime suspect in mind? Or do you think he just offed himself for what? Oh, I don't know. I, I I honestly don't know. I mean... Let's see. I know that uh, Georgina and uh, Paul Morphy are both um, sort of vying for to replace him. Th- those would be the first two I'd look at, of course. But uh, I don't. I don't really. We ha- we we, we kind of have our hands full, so I, I haven't really gotten too involved. Unless unless it starts to become a problem where we're not getting the support we need. <clears throat> I honestly don't care who's in charge. May I ask a frank question? Sure. Under Miroslav's reign and the current administration, have you been getting the support you need? Really? Mm, it was. It was better. It was better before Miroslav. Oh, God damn it! What was his name? Uh, Daniel. Prince Daniel. Yes, yeah. Daniel, Daniel, I mean, during Daniel's reign, he he helped us push the Anarchs back damn near to San Diego County. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still had incursions. That That's what we have, just have to deal with it. But I'll bet you there were five or six coteries between us and San Diego. And very gradually... Very slowly over the last four or five years, that the, those coteries have either fallen or turned or disappeared or moved. Because obviously, as you know, living on a border is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's not all it's cracked up to be. But 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 I I def I would definitely say that during Miroslav's reign, uh, I the the territory of the glittering knight 
shrank, not only in your area up by San Fernando Valley, but also down in our area as well. Mm-hmm. Although our, I don't think ours was the result of a coordinated effort like yours was. I think it was neglect. It's a shame, really. I agree. I think if the Prince Daniel, the Bitter Night really shown. And what Miroslav tried to do really diminished our holdings all around. Oh, yeah? And, and I mean, now we have the Second Inquisition mess to deal with. Yes. I've been giving you much trouble down in Long Beach. <clears throat> um, we haven't been hit. Um, we did identify one. Um, we were we were we were briefed by uh, Anna Tremont. Well, I don't even know how long has this been getting on going on. Probably a week ago, a week ago, or a few weeks ago. And uh, she sort of explained how the Second Inquisition was working, and we identified two. Um, <clears throat> oh, I don't even know what they call them. Um, watchers or uh, human surveillance people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no idea if there's a there's a you know they their signal intelligence bases. I, we don't even know if there's one in Long Beach, but um, we did. We were able to identify. We haven't picked them up because we're watching them, but we were able to identify two of their sort of human intelligence assets. Not operators, like hitters, but just observers. And um, <clears throat> haven't really figured out what to do with them yet. But so far, we, we've been keeping tabs on them. We have ghouls shadowing them during the day. It all sounds good. At least you know where they are. Yeah. The information might be worth more than anything else at this point. Right. At, at some point, we'll we'll grab them, ghoul them, see what they know. But from what from what I'm told, there's you're not going to get a, a a whole picture from any of them. And I'm sure you heard about the blunder that happened at the Rose Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. In <laughs> fact, it was Anna that mentioned that. She told us about that. Mm-hmm. She was down here a couple of days ago. Oh she, yeah. Um, that's good to hear. She has been helpful. I will say that. I mean. Miroslav has always been sort of distant, but uh, Anna has always done what she could for us. I agree. I find her inventive and ambitious, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, especially in these times. Yeah. Yeah. So, since we are among friends and enjoying this evening. Why not uh, just come out with it? If there were to be a fight for the throne between Georgina and Paul Morphy, who seems to be the main contenders, who would the coteries of Long Beach back? Um... That is that's actually a question I have not considered. I think by tra- well, the thought has crossed your mind or the mind of the other coteries. I mean I, I, mean, I 
we're yeah. coming to a head at this point, and I'm afraid if the powers that be don't do something soon, they we get under the Miroslav, or perhaps worse. Oh, I'm I'm sure that the powers that be will not allow us to be princeless for long. We have to, we have to resolve this one way or another. I agree. I think by by tradition, Paul Morphy probably has the strongest claim. Um, I have met Paul Morphy a few times and spoken with him, and I have to say that his intellect does impress me. But I honestly, he seems myopic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only met Georgina once. Uh, she's sort of an enigma. I don't know if um, she, from what I have heard, she is extremely powerful. Uh, which could be a good thing, especially right now. So, I mean, but uh, as far as who do, who do I think would come out on top? Because of because Miroslav brought in several of his own people for the Primogen Council, <clears throat> I imagine things would go Paul Morphy's way because Paul Morphy was one of those people he brought in. Um, however, I'm not sure he would... While I think he makes a fantastic Seneschal, I don't know if he would make a good prince. To be to be quite honest, I, if, I feel similarly about Paul Morphy. I do enjoy him, and I enjoy his intellect. But I agree; I feel he lacks the ability to pull the trigger, so to speak. Yes, that's what I've noticed. That's what I've noticed about him. He's all about the game and not about making the move. He's about calculation. Which is important, certainly. But at some point, you do have to act. Yes, you need someone who is willing to do what needs to be done. Right. Now, I would say that if, for instance, Miroslav did not leave of his own accord, but that was orchestrated by someone else, that might be someone we would want to take a look at. You mean whoever managed to remove Miroslav from the board would be someone you would consider backing? Assuming he was removed, yes. Of course, the whole hypothetically. That is a bold move. And I I think what we need these days are bold moves. We cannot sit and rest and calculate... There are too many forces working against us. We can't we can't afford to sit and deliberate and to hem and haw over what it is we're going to do. We need a plan, and it doesn't matter if it's a great plan. We just need one. We need to implement it. I agree. There is someone that I think you would be interested in in meeting. Someone I've been speaking with. Uh, someone who. May be exactly who you're looking for. Mm. Um, I'm glad to hear that we seem to be on the same page. Uh, one corridor to another. I feel that it's always best when we coordinate. Well, at some point in the future, perhaps you should introduce me to this person. I would very much like to do so. I will definitely be in touch regarding that. But I feel I've uh, brought down the mood enough of this talk of boring politics. Uh, let's let's have some music and I will go back to hosting. Okay, excellent. Alright. 
And then that's probably the way you're spending the rest of the night? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Anyone else have anything this evening that they want to get accomplished? You're muted. Storkalus. Uh, I just want to make sure that I can get the keyboards to my um, my uh, ghoul. Uh, sure, uh, that's not a problem. Captain, so that way, come tomorrow evening, we have uh, fingerprints to look at. Okay. Yeah, that's not a problem. Okay. And you can also run them through the fingerprint matching system. Perfect. Yeah. What's it thing? Set off all the alarms and bells. Okay. Anything else for this night? Going once? No. Going twice. I think we've had quite an eventful evening. Okay, uh, I'm. I would like to call it here because I think things on the evening of January the twenty seventh, or the shit is probably going to hit the fan in one way or another, and I'd like to have a little bit of time to prep for that. Plus, you got to come up with three, four whole hard drives worth of info. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you know what? I'll leave it with. A, I'll leave it with a cliffhanger. Uh oh. So you get the hard drives back to the. Wherever you take the hard drives, right? And Probably back to the mall. Okay. Um, does someone want to make like the, a technology, maybe wits roll, to see if you can get into them and see the data that's on them and get past the encryption? Uh, Lakshmi said she thought she had somebody that could do that, but I wasn't sure if it was going to happen tonight or if it was if it's a ghoul that she had. Oh, I've got a contact that could attempt to crack the code that they're using in the app. Oh, Okay. But not the hard drives themselves. No, I mean I could try to crack the hard drive. I was just I actually was going to wait for Felix because I think he has like a whole bay full of editors and stuff, and they can just stick it in a computer and make it go. Because I don't have a computer, <laughs> I don't have access to a computer, I don't have any of that stuff. Actually, does I that. mean I have computers? But if we want to wait for if we want to wait for Felix, I think his technology and stuff is probably better than mine anyway. And he probably has more firewalls than I've got set up currently. Okay. Really, I just want to do this somewhere where it can't connect to the internet. Under under somebody that has more expertise than you know, two hundred year old vampires. I have kept up on modern, <laughs> unlike some people. It is my literal bread and butter. Figurative bread and butter. I don't know. I heard 5G brings the true death, so. I mean, if you're going to tap in to pseudoscientific nonsense, (laughs) at least make it in pursuit of a good meal. So, in answer to your question, Stu, I don't think we're set up yet to crack okay. these. No problem. Drives. We, I, I, I mean, I don't have a computer. I don't know. If... I mean, yes, we have computers. That is what I'm saying. It's right. like, okay. we as a coterie have computers. It's just, I'd, I want to set one up. I want to set it up somewhere that's not the mall. We've already burned one haven. I don't want to burn another. Sure. And is, like, basically I want to go back to Felix's storage facility, like, clean room kind of situation, so that I can set them up. We can set them up there. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure that there's no way that they can attempt to connect themselves to a network and alert anyone of where they are currently. 
he he now owns a, a whole server farm in Irvine. So. So he's got guys that work there that probably have forgotten more about opening up a hard drive than we do. No. Right. Yeah. Okay. All I right. mean, if you'd rather do that. I don't want to make any dice rolls on it because I'll fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You got four successes, Stork. You might be on a roll. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's the that's the campaign for for him though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's going to skew his, all of his dice rolls for the, like the next three. Well, sessions. the thing is, I could I could make the rolls, and even if I failed, like I have plenty of willpower. True. Up to you. Go ahead. So it's all you. So boo-boo. assuming we have time to like get the hard drives into like a clean room that has no Wi-Fi signal inside of it. Mm-hmm. Or cellular signal, really. Right. Um, but does have power, unlike the pocket dimension. I don't mind plugging, uh, like, plugging them in one at a time to try to see if I can crack the encryption on the, okay. any of them. Okay. All right. Yeah, go ahead and make a roll. Cool. I'm assuming this is going to be another tech plus wits or tech plus intelligence. Tech plus wits, probably. One, two, three successes. Okay. All right. Uh, you, you can get on there, and uh, apart from all the typical directories on the drive that you would normally see, um, there's a, a couple of directories. There's one that, that, that's, that says... Um, uh, potentially relevant screenshots, or something like that, or or potentials, let's say. Um, and then there's uh, there's also let me see. Oh yeah, there's also um, it looks like this particular hard drive also happened to be attached to the security cameras outside the door of this vault. So you've you've also got hours and hours, literally hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of footage of operatives coming in and out of that door. Lovely. I have faces for everyone now. Is there a name attached to this computer? This this you know like when you go to the properties. Uh, oh, well, the username. The username is David. Under you know under users under the users folder, there's there's one one username, David. He's the only one that we know the last name of anyway, right? We just happen to get that hard drive, okay? Although now we have all the faces. Yes. Okay. And in the relevant screenshots, is there anything, mm-hmm. or the potentials, or right? Uh, you, uh, op- you open that folder, and the I, most recent—it's all thumbnails of of looks like screen grabs from all kinds of stuff. I mean, some of them look like they're taken like an early evening. Some of them are lit well. Some of them are lit horribly. Looks like they may have come from ring doorbells and all kinds of stuff. Um, the, but the very most recent picture is a picture of Silas the Great. Eek. And that's what we'll leave it. No! 
Uh, where is the picture of him? Like, what's the background in the photo? Uh, it looks like he's walking, like down the street somewhere. It um, you'd probably have to do make a make a roll to do it, but it to figure okay. out specifically where. But it's not up by his cabin. It's definitely yeah. not there. It's 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 down in the city. Okay. What's the date on that? Uh, it is. It, it was tonight, earlier tonight. No. Uh, when did you, you visited him last night, right? Um. No, two yeah. nights ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was two nights ago. So it would have been last night. Okay. I thought it was last night because it was no, last then. night. No, last night you guys spent the time blowing up door or ceilings and. Yeah, that's that's this night. That's yeah, that's this night. night. That that's the oh, night of the twenty. Oh, I'm 20s. sorry. I thought we moved on to the next day already in my brain. Sorry, my bad. So it would have been. Okay, then it would have been tonight. It okay. would have been this this evening, but but earlier this evening, because you visited him the night before. Correct. Okay. Okay. No, not Silas. Who will tell us of raccoon entrails now? <laughs> we still have time. I know. <laughs> I need to. I definitely need to prep at this point because I need to review the combat the combat rules. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, guys. Cool. Thank you for joining us for session eleven, and we'll be back in two weeks for session twelve. And two by weeks, two, two weeks, please, two not another weeks. six. <laughs> I, I can barely remember my own name. Right. Let alone and and next week uh, is Murmurs of the Abyss uh, starts okay. back. Off. And We're the, back. Right. Headed back to the states, so and we'll see you. So we'll see you at four p.m. for that next Sunday, and then the next Sunday after that, session twelve of this game. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Whoops, that was too quiet. The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.